Hey, this is Johnny B with another Tell Em JJ podcast. Your only podcast you'll ever need to listen to because we cover a full spectrum of cool things. And I am always joined with... I'm Jonah T. And this is the only podcast that exists. So don't go anywhere. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, yes, and if you're new to this, um, this is episode 10. That's awesome. We did 10 in a row, and we plan to it's do... It's our 10th in- anniversary. That is. It's our 10th anniversary of our first episode. <laughs> so, um, but anyway, we're glad that you're listening and watching, and or watching, because we're also on YouTube. And that's when you get to see our awesome faces. At least Jonah's awesome face. And then I'm there. Why? You're, you're flattering me, sir. It's, I always Save flatter for, my guests. Save it for the ball. Save it for the courting rituals. Oh, you. <laughs> so, Jonah, how the heck are you? Well, Johnny B, I remember last week we talked about how I was going into New York for, uh, for, for a little hangout with a couple of friends yes. on Saturday. Yes. And that happened. Oh, good, because I, 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 was, I, was, I was wondering if this was going in that direction because you were starting to build it up <laughs> where it's like, and that didn't happen. <laughs> and it absolutely happened, mm. and I had a great time. It was, it was fun. Awesome. Um, so what, what, what it was is I was meeting up with some friends. These are, these are my friends that actually went to their wedding in Canada when I went to oh, uh, Niagara cool. Falls right. like two years ago. Your gaming friends, right? Yeah, I met them. Uh, I met I met the the, the husband <laughs> uh, while we while we were playing Destiny. We LF, I had to LFG some somebody against my will. Actually, I just I wasn't gonna do it. Yeah, but I, I did it, and then we met, and then we went to his wedding, and now we hung out. That's awesome. And his and uh, his wife, who's also a, a a great person, and very fun to hang out with, and we walked around New York for a bit, and it was a uh, very hot that day. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very hot yeah, so my, weekend over here in the East Coast. Yeah. My mask was like completely oh, like, wet. You could like see and through I had to, it I had probably. To, <laughs> yeah. I had to switch through, switch it. Uh, and I also had a, my shirt was soaked through, but it was, it was a good time. Cool. And so uh, what, what we did was I met up with them. I was, I thought we might go to some of their tourist stuff that they were going to do, but they did some of that stuff before I went there, like in the morning. <laughs> So yeah. I was like, I was like, I didn't want to, but I wanted the option. <laughs> you know? They knew you weren't a noob, so they wanted you to, you know, be able to do what you want to do. Ironically, even though I, I've been to New York a lot, I've never been to any of the big tourist spots. Oh, that's I've right. Never been to, you did uh, mention that. Yeah, yeah, I've never been to uh, the Statue of Liberty. Well, you or... know, you know, it's funny. I, I wonder, too, what the statistic is with that of the people that actually live in New York. Like the people that live there for like say their whole lives or at least the majority of it, have they even gone to any of this these things? I'm mean, yeah, I have no idea. Like I don't live in New York. I was I asking you specifically, Jonah. <laughs> you should know this. I have no, I have no fucking clue. You go talk to every. That's you the... start putting surveys on people's doors. I want to know yeah. this answer by I... next week. Excuse me, sir. I'm a census worker. <laughs> I need, I need your answer for the single question. Um, yeah. So we didn't do that, that tourist stuff, but we we um, as soon as as soon as we met up, they're like, "Hey, what do you want to do?" And I'm like, "Well, there's a store I wanted to go to, 
you know, after you guys finished your tour. So if you don't have anything else to do, let's just go there. So we, uh, we went down to Video Games New York. And uh, I, I thought we were going to take the subway because, you know, it's like uh, Penn Station's 33rd Street. And and uh, Video Games New York is like 6th Street, I think. And that's that's a that's a walk, especially in the heat. Yeah. They're like, oh no, let's walk. Let's do it. <laughs> well, the subways like, okay. don't really have air conditioning. Some of them, right? If I'm mistaken. Uh, yeah. Well, no, no. Some, some of them. I don't know. I, I think the one we went on one subway when we were going down to Nintendo New York, um, which was which I'll get to. But I think I think that was pretty cool. Okay. But that might just be because there's no sunlight down there, <laughs> you know. So blocks from the sun's rays. But uh, we walked down to Video Games New York. And it took, it didn't take too long. So I was using City Mapper to just see, just uh, the, the app to see like what turns to take and shit. But uh, it told me it was going to take like 20 to 30 minutes or something by walking. And I was like, that's a long time, but I guess, you know, whatever, I have all day. <laughs> but we, we got there in like 15 minutes. And, uh, you know, I have, to, I have to say one thing. We walked around New York a lot and I was surprised at how, uh, little, I, I, my, my, my legs were not tired at all. Oh, and okay. that's because I've been doing, I've been doing a 10 K app for the last couple months. You know, I've been, uh, been running and that's, this is a surprise for me because the last time I was in New York two years ago or something, uh, I had, I, it was, it was a bit of a struggle, you know, I, even though I was lighter at the time, um, <laughs> uh, I gained weight afterwards, but I was lighter but every time I went in for like a workshop, I'd walk from Penn Station, 33rd Street, down to like 41st Street for my uh, for my uh, workshop, and that just walking that distance kind of gave me like a like muscle muscle soreness, you know, just because I was <laughs> I wasn't that fit, you know, I've been out of out of shape. But now I'm I'm a buff boy, well, so go. I'm pretty proud about that. That was one of my uh, I was pretty happy about that, you know. Yeah, just walking around New York and just being a buff boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the main point of it is I got to video games New York, and that was cool. Just being there again. It's been a while. Uh, they have a lot of cool shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know? I don't know if I've ever hey, been you, to that one. Yeah, they. I don't know. Uh. I I uh, I'm not sure. The one I uh, went we should to, go, we should go together at some point. Yeah, but well, was... absolutely, Jonah, fantastic idea. I book it right now. <laughs> Let's um, book it right now. Was I went to the one? I mean, in my head right now is what I remember is the one that's like, um, it's basically just one room. Most stores are one room, but you know, it was kind of the layout is there's shelves on one wall, shelves on the other wall, and then shelves on the back wall, and it's all open. Think of like an Apple store basically and it was just that one yeah. I, I don't know what that one's called but it was it was close to a midtown comics well, it wasn't that far from there i i think i i think i've been there i think it might be like the name that pops into my head is like j and l games or something uh that or something sounds like that. very familiar uh, so maybe that was it. it it might be that i remember i've been to a store like that you get close to uh yeah close to midtown like around the Penn Station area, and it was it was pretty overpriced. Mm. But then again, you know, you're you're gonna get that. These games aren't these are collectibles, you know. So it's yeah. they're retro and they're collectible, so they're gonna be they're gonna cost a good amount of money. Yeah, and that was uh, also the case with video games in New York. You know, as uh, 
the they they it was it was like a split you know a lot of the games actually beat a lot of the ebay prices and i actually bought uh i bought one game because i didn't want to go crazy i bought sheeran the wanderer uh big box special edition for vita oh uh, okay you went for a vita game that, okay cool i went for the vita game but that was just because this was 35 dollars there complete uh complete it's pre-owned but complete and it looked perfect that's not bad 35 dollars 35 dollars and on on ebay it's going uh for for the special edition that I got, it's going over a hundred dollars. Wow! And even the, just the basic set, the basic just in the case, that's what what is that like? Uh, it was like seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. So, I think I did pretty good there. That's awesome. You know, but I was a little disappointed. I didn't see any PS3 game that I really wanted. Yeah. Um. So that that was something, and also uh, there was the one issue I had with with the get with App Store is everything's so compact. Uh, it's it's such a tight space when there's a lot of people around. It's kind of hard to focus on on finding what you want, right? You know, and you since there's so like much around, you're. I was gonna say you feel like you either you're in the way or someone's in the way, and exactly, yeah, yeah, and and plus with when you ha- when you're like uh, at, at any given time you're in a very small space, but you're surrounded by so much stuff. You have like information overload. <laughs> you start like losing losing like a target of what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, what did I want? Was that was there a Wii game that I was looking at? I, I, what was it? Right. <laughs> you know? Um. So I, I I couldn't. So a lot of the stuff I feel like I need to go back just 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 by myself or something just to like stand there and take it all in because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I missed something good. Um. Especially with like games that are on like the bottom levels of some of these uh, cases, mm-hmm. like the Vita games. Uh, I think I only really spotted the Sheer and the Wanderer because it was in the big box, the big right. cardboard box. It kind of stood out against all the Vita games. So I was like, "Oh yeah, there it is. Let's get that." <laughs> and I tried to scan like the the spines, but Vita games are so small. <laughs> yeah, know? gotcha. Uh, and I don't want to. And and it's like right in the main hallway. Uh, so it's like if I stand there looking, I'm gonna get in people's ways, and it was kind of packed for like what it was, you know, what the area it was. Yeah, the amount of space. But it was it was really fun. I was glad to go there, and I, and I, um, you know, my sister wants to go to New York to see, uh, the Harry Potter store opened mm-hmm. in New York like this last week, and you know, uh, I also want to go there, so I might go there this week or maybe next week or something. Uh, just to do that and then go to Video Games New York again. There you just go. Just to see what's up. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> exactly. Now, um, oh, man. when you went, was it like, uh, it was, well, it was the weekend. So you probably have to shoot probably for the weekday, maybe sometime where it's not so congested. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that maybe, maybe, uh, maybe even just go in the morning. Right. Um, but it, it wasn't too bad, but it was kind of annoying. Like just, uh, having to like make sure I, I I'm uh, I'm exactly where I need to be, you know. So I if I if someone's like coming, I, I can just get out of the way. Yeah. So I don't want to get anyone's anyone's way. It's uh, everyone's here to try to find some some deals. Right. Also, for anybody in the New York area, uh, I think Video Games New York is like one of the stores that's like licensed by uh, limited run games to carry their shit. So if you're looking for something that sold on limited run. And you're like, oh, that sold out a while ago. They might have it there. So, oh, cool. I'm not too into uh, most of limited run stuff, but 
you know, if they had something like Metal Slug 3, that'd be pretty cool. You know, but I don't think they did because that's a Vita game and I checked the Vita games pretty thoroughly. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, just like, what now, did the rest of the Metal Slug games come out for Vita or was it just Metal Slug 3? I, I or just, was that uh, a limited run? I think run? there might have been an... Uh, it was a limited run, but I I'm not, I think they might have had like an anthology collection. I don't remember. I, know I think that, that might have been PS4 though. They have one for PS. Yes, PS4. They they yes they they recently had one. Um, probably within the last, I don't know, maybe eight months. I think there was I think there was an anthology out of the because I remember contemplating getting it. Um, but again, I think it was one of those that sold out pretty fast. And I wasn't gonna. I, yeah, I was like, I eh. Mean, I was like, yeah. Oh, I mean, well. I, I think I might, I'm, I might check for it at limited, uh, not limited run at Video Games New York, uh, just because you know Metal Slug's cool. Oh yeah, dude, I but, love, I love Metal Slug. I, I just, it, it's such a cool game. It, it, all the games are pretty cool. It's just the art style and the animations. They're just funny, and uh, it's a cool co-op game too. And you know, couch co-op is is always big in my childhood through today so <laughs> yeah i'm always looking for yeah, cool and couch co-op games especially when i have you know yeah, when, one when of the, the reasons I, grow I, up. I uh go what was that go ahead i said yeah especially when the boys grow up so they can play too you know throw a couple controllers in their hands and let's do it couch co-op baby hell yeah <laughs> uh i I, you know, honestly if every time there's a limited run release i'd probably just check with video games new york first because i I don't like buying from Limited Run themselves, you know, just because uh, the shipping can get a, can get pretty expensive, especially if you're buying one of the collector's editions. And then they like manufacture it like takes a couple months for them to actually send it out because they're manufacturing anything. Mm-hmm. And it's fine. You know, I know the business, how it works, but I don't want to pay $15 extra for the shipping and then uh, wait half a year for, for what I ordered. You'll forget you ordered it. I could it. just... <laughs> Exactly. Or when I can just, you know, see when they're going to ship out the item and then check Video Games New York. Hey, are you getting in Metal Slug 3 Vita? And they're like, yeah, we have it. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll take 10. You know? <laughs> I'm a scalper. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so Video Games New York, I'm glad to have an option that that's there that actually does handle the, the limited run stuff. If, yeah. they, if there's something I am interested in. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you can actually see it in person too, before you buy it. Yeah, which is yeah. nice. Hon- well, you know, honestly, when I was there, I didn't even check. A lot. I I barely checked the PS4 stuff because you know, I have a lot of PS4 games, and I think the only PS4 game that I really want that I that's already too expensive for me to actually actually want to get is uh, Gravity Rush Remastered, mm-hmm. the the one that was like uh, an Amazon exclusive physical on in North America. So that's like too expensive. For how me. much? How much is that? I think uh, like new, see, like un, like opened, but like new, it goes from like a hundred to one twenty. Uh, I've seen some go for like uh, over a hundred and fifty. Depends on like how motivated the seller is, I guess. Wow. But sealed can go over two hundred. Um, so I take it Amazon sold out of those, and they're just resellers. They sold out of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a while gotcha. ago. Okay. They didn't even have a lot of copies when they pre- when they had the pre-orders up. Though. Here they, is they sold four. Out pretty <laughs> you were yeah. four people. First four. You know, I actually have a funny story about uh, 
about Gravity Rush Remastered. GameStop, like this is last year, uh, they they had stock of it. They it pre, so uh, Wario sixty four sent out a tweet like, "Hey, they got it at GameStop." I'm like, "I gotta get it," so I ordered it. And you know what they sent me? They sent me a a, a physical copy of Gravity Rush two, huh. which is not rare. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I already owned the copy, um, so I'm like, "Listen, fix it, bro." They're like, okay, I'll send you the actual game. They send me a copy without box, but I'd be fine if it was just without box, you know, because it's a rare game, whatever. I get a replacement box. But it was without box, and it was the Europe copy, the PAL copy. And I was like, that's not rare. <laughs> so, this was exactly uh, what you ordered, Jonah. <laughs> yeah, so I've never had that happen where GameStop. I ordered something from... Yeah, when I order something from GameStop, when they send me like a... Like a European copy, they don't even send me a North American copy. I gotta be That's honest, crazy. I don't think I ever bought anything used from GameStop online, like at all. I don't think I trust it. It's just you it's, don't, you shouldn't trust it. It's too much of you a hassle uh, to like. If something's not right, I don't want to have to send anything back and wait for a refund or whatever, yeah. whatever the return yeah. policy is. Yeah, I think you can just like send, like take it into the store. I've, I've done that when I uh, got those uh, PS3 games I ordered pre-owned that they were not in box. Uh, I was like, let's return these. I just took them into the store and showed them my uh, packing slip. And they're like, okay. Uh, so I got that done. I think you got to do it within seven days for pre-owned games. Okay. Uh, also, I, I, I lost my thought. I was going to say something. Well, Jonah, let's, but, uh, let's get back to your New I, York yeah, trip. I, I, okay, yes. Yeah, let's, let's so continue I, on I, with I bought, what you get, what you get, what you get. Yeah, so I got Sheer and the Wanderer for the Vita, the big box. And I, I was going to get some other stuff, but it was like, you know, I don't really want these. And uh, so so I didn't see anything that I was looking for in the store. But, you know, I didn't check particularly thoroughly. But I did see a lot of Neo Geo stuff that was very expensive and I wanted. But Neo, I, Geo, Neo Geo is always, has always been so damn expensive. I think I was just watching a video on game uh from game sack about um it wasn't just on the neo geo but they mentioned the fact that neo geo when it came out it was like you at like uh it was 500 something dollars and each game was like 200 dollars because it was basically like you would take home an arcade machine basically is what they would look at it but you know back in 91 or 92 whenever it came out that would uh be like a thousand dollars equivalent today for a system so that's like, whoa. <laughs> but, um, I mean, what were the prices for the games? I'm curious. Uh, well, I, 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 it ranged from like 250 to like 500, you know? <laughs> I think there was nice. like one game that was like 170. Uh, I don't remember which one. It wasn't like one of the big, big games. Uh, the big, like everyone knows the titled games, but it was right. uh, still expensive for the, for like a cheaper game. I guess. Um, also, I saw some PS One games. I saw Final Fantasy VII, that was sealed, but it was it was not even black label. It was like one of the greatest hits games. You so know, the green. green spine. Yeah, I yeah. had that, and that was like a hundred and fifty bucks. <laughs> I had the green one, and uh, um, I found it in a EB Games uh, bargain bin, and I think I only paid like fifteen bucks for it, and I sold it to Carmine. <laughs> so I don't know, um, or I traded it for, I think I sold it to him or traded it so he can play it. And, uh, yeah, 
I kind of wish I held on to well, that one. <laughs> but yeah, well, no. I, I have like a series of version two greatest hits versions of games. You know, yeah, like like if it's uh, if it's like the PS3 one has like the red uh, the red title or the top of it's red or something. The not the PS3. PS3. Yeah, the PS3. The whole case is yep. red. Mm-hmm. PS2. The top is red. The Wii. The, the Nintendo games have like Nintendo Selects. I hate those. <laughs> Although I don't hate them as much as the PS3 cases. Um, I actually kind of like the red translucent case for the PS4, but I don't like the red on the cover. So like, if I could get like the black label like paper, like mm-hmm. the cover, yeah, uh, and put it in the red, that'd be pretty cool. I'm not that. So picky. I don't know. It's it's just <laughs> nitpicking. Yes, it is. But I, yeah, I am. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's okay. Cause like, if you look at it on a shelf, I can understand it completely. Because you want everything to match up and look nice, and uh, you know, like for instance, yeah. I like I was telling, and I've said this a thousand times, but with like Sega Genesis, I can't do the soft covers. I don't care if it's a game I was looking for for a long time. Give me a hard cover, because it just so I don't like <laughs> the soft covers. They they came in in uh, two two different uh, box packages. Yeah, like the the hard the clamshells and the yep. I think the cardboard boxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never, I've never really uh, collected most of the retro stuff. I like the earliest. I guess I had was the N sixty four, and I just got some games every now and then for that. I didn't really collect for it. Um, but m- mostly I started actually collecting when games were already in their plastic cases. You know. Yeah. So like the PS two, PS three, that those that era, the Wii, PS uh, PS four. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was really mad that I, I, I remember I, I got a lot of Game Boy Advance games, but I just tossed the, I just ripped it open and tossed the boxes immediately when I got those. Well, it's because uh, most people just take the, you know, the uh, disc out and then put it in like a, I don't know if you had a case for it. Like they had like the multi cases, like your little zip book. I mean, I think I just like dropped them into like, like, oh no, no. You know what it was? I had a, I had one of those, uh, I had a game boy advance sp case that came with my pokemon emerald uh box and it, it came it and uh it had like rayquaza was, like embroidered on it that was pretty cool uh and i think i had a pocket for some games i think i kept most of my games in like that and since we got like three copies of emerald because as three of us me and my two sisters we just like split all the games into those things so if if it didn't fit it was just like laying around yeah okay <laughs> Uh, so, you know, it's even, even now I don't really have a case for my Game Boy Advance games. I just shove them in like my shelf mm-hmm. on top of my other games. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, that's where you're going to live from now on, sir. <laughs> yeah. And well, I think that's... some of them I, I, uh, yeah, it's a Game Boy. And then, um, I don't even, to be honest, I, it's so strange. I don't even know if I have a Game Boy Advance game. I have game. I have a couple Game Boy games, but I don't know if I ever have a Game Boy advanced game but i do have a game boy sp so it's kind of weird that i don't have any <laughs> i i mean i've i've you know I've, oh, I, uh, i'm always looking but then i think when the 2ds came out i was starting to get some games for that and uh i have yet to open those but they're sealed in their cases so hopefully one day they'll be magical <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah well uh, which games do you have for the for the 2ds you have a link between worlds, right? I don't. No, I have oh, no, Ocarina, that one, of, Ocarina so of Time, but that one is open because I wanted to play that. 
And then I have Donkey yeah. Kong Returns. Um, I think I have the Kirby game. Luigi's Mansion. I, I think Luigi's Mansion might actually be worth a good amount of money now. Maybe. I, think, I don't know. I think I, that's... It was part of the... It was like on Amazon for 10 bucks. It was part of like the... the um, like a deal, like Nintendo class, like you said, the Nintendo Classic or, or something like that. They'll they like go down to like yeah. it was either nine or or twenty bucks because usually they don't drop. Like you said, they they don't Nintendo doesn't really give any discounts on those games, but every once in a while they'll uh, drop down to like twenty bucks or something like that, and then you just grab them. So that's what I did. Yeah, so usually if I can if I can like find a. a, a all right alternative i'll try to find like a like a pre-owned copy of like the black label because i just can't stand nintendo selects or or uh the re-releases you know was it xbox platinum yes or something that was what was the white case uh, or something like that i think yeah i think it was like silver or clear or something i don't know yeah somewhere around which i which i admit i i admit the xbox platinums don't look as bad as the ps3 greatest hits Okay, box. I, I hate those red boxes. I don't know. I don't know. PlayStation's um, green. The original PlayStation. They were saying yeah. the green. I, I'm not a. Wasn't a fan of that either. It's kind of weird. Green. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the the green. Didn't go with anything. That's why. <laughs> that's why I was surprised when I saw the. <laughs> I was surprised when I saw that greatest hits uh, Final Fantasy VII. Even though it was sealed, it was greatest hits. So I was like, why is that 180 bucks? <laughs> yeah, you know, but so, it's sealed. That's pretty thought, good though. If you're a collector, that's, sure, but that's pretty it, yeah. cool. But I mean, I guess if you're looking much. at a original, if you're looking at a black label sealed, it's probably going to be like seven hundred dollars or something. Could could um, be. I don't know yeah. why, but that's just because. <laughs> that's just how it yeah. is. I mean, especially too. because well, I'm surprised that game hasn't come down just, you know, because it's it's available like in so in, on different platforms now. Like the Switch has a uh, Final Fantasy seven VII and eight pack. And um, the PS4 has a version of the original seven with trophies. Like mm-hmm. you can get trophies on it. Yeah. Uh, and you know that's I think that's a plus. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a, I'm really I'm into trophies. Right. Uh, that, so that's why usually if I can pick between like Switch or PS4, I usually go between PS4. Not even because it might load better on PS4 because I have a PS5, because it has trophies. Trophies, yeah. Well, trophies, yeah. I mean, it gives you, um, you know, it's just it's that bonus of it's that it's an achievement to accomplish something. (laughs) You know, you actually feel like you're doing something versus just playing the game for your own self satisfaction. You're you're like, oh, I gotta get that trophy. I gotta get that high score or whatever it is. Um, But yes, yeah. Although sometimes sometimes I feel like. Sometimes I feel like the trophies hinder my experience with a game because I'm I'm like I get into a game I'm like hell yeah I want to get all the tro- I want the platinum but there's always like a couple trophies that are just a grind and now I have to get them you know so uh, like with like for example I've been playing Mass Effect Legendary Edition the apparently they actually tweaked the trophy requirements to make it a lot easier like uh, in some of them you have to do like do twenty of this ability 20 of that ability and that's fine you know it's it's fine and apparently like in the ps3 era it was like to do like 70 to 100 of each and they just dropped it down by a lot so that's that's thankful for that but uh at the end of my mass effect uh 2 
playthrough. I I still had to do like something. I had to do like uh the in, like use incinerate or something. I never did that, so I had to just load in and just do that for a while. I was like, that's not fun, but I'll do it. <laughs> you know. Um. But with game like remember I remember when I was playing Game Boy Advance, and one of my favorite games in Game Boy Advance was Link to the Past. Um. And I just played that. I didn't. I wasn't going for any achievements because there was none. I just played it. And I remember I was like super into it. And I kind of wish that I could just do that again. But I feel like uh, trophies have taken over my life. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's. Uh... I think that's what's. I think that's what Nintendo's going for, with uh, not in, not introducing their own equivalent to trophies. Mm-hmm. Is like, hey, you don't want. We don't want this to be a job for you. You know, just have fun. Well, you know, I can uh, I can respect that, but you know, fuck. Well, that's kind of funny because you know, Breath of the Wild. Just thinking, you know, Nintendo with trophies. I feel like their shrines were like the trophies, you know, because it it kept pushing you to go like find the shrines, figure out how to beat the shrines, and figure out how to beat those really tough robot guys that give you the awesome, powerful weapons. Yeah. But I kind of like if you think about it, that's kind of like the trophy way where it's uh. You know, it keeps pushing you to keep doing the game. Because without shrine, I mean, I thought the idea of shrines, you know, because it was the first Zelda where they kind of take temples out of the equation. And they just replaced it with these these shrines. Um, and then Mario with the stars. You know, that's kind of, I mean, you don't need all the stars, but you do collect the stars. Which was the whole point of like, like for me, that was addicting. To try to find the stars, to find the creative where they're creatively hidden and how to creatively get them. And that's kind of, I kind of look at that as like achievement slash trophies in a way. Yeah, I guess. But when you, when you have 26 platinum trophies on your account, you, you, you feel, (laughs) you you become a different person. You become ascended. (laughs) And, uh, I, I know I have, I have like, (laughs) I have a friend of mine in my, uh, in my destiny clan, as we call them, uh that that uh he has he has a kid who plays a lot of easy like child games uh but they all have trophies and they're all easy to get so he's got a ton of trophies a ton of platinum she- trophies on his account <laughs> exactly and i'm just like listen my platinum trophies are more impressive than whatever that is i don't know yeah but uh but really they're not i think my platinum trophies is like uh jack and daxter 1 for ps3 Sly Cooper collection, you know, it's if, which if it's a, if it's an annoying trophy list, I'm not going to do it mm-hmm. usually. Yeah. Like, uh, like so, I think Mass Effect's been the only, uh, the, the only, uh, what, what's it called? Uh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's been like an exception to the rule okay. uh, where I don't do trophies that require me to play the hardest difficulty. Mm. I, because that just frustrates me most of the time. But Mass Effect's hardest difficulty, I feel, is what the game was meant to be played on. Because it's not frustrating. It just makes it so you have to actually pay attention to what you're doing. You can't just, like, walk up to a to a geth, shotgun him, keep walking forward, shotgun him. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're going to they're gonna kill you in the hardest difficulty. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, you- nothing is a bullet sponge. It's just, uh, it's just, it's, I feel like you need to play Inferno difficult. And for at least your like your new game plus playthrough should be infer- Inferno or what is it? If the hardest difficulty is not Inferno, <laughs> but it's something else. 
Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I I think I mentioned this before, but I don't know. I, I think I fell off of trophies. Like, I, I don't think trophies ever really, um, or I never really, like, wanted to get the trophies because I, the first edition I ever saw, that was 360 with the achievements, and I always thought, like, I don't know, that, that whole system worked better. And then when I had a PS3, I felt like the trophy system was an add-on. Um, and I felt like it was a cheap gimmick to the achievements. Um, so, like, even while playing, like, PS4 games, when I was playing Uncharted 4 and, you know, the trophies are popping up like crazy, I'm just like, like, I had no interest. I'm like, eh, whatever. Because some of them, some trophies are like, shoot the first bad guy. How is that a trophy? Everyone gets it. Like, yeah. I hate things that everybody's going to get. Like, I'd rather have, like, yeah, you know, the decent ones. Like, where it's like, survive a whole mission without being shot or survive, you know, like, stuff like that's very much trof- trophy uh, worthy. But if you're, like, kill five guys within the whole game, everyone kills five guys. You <laughs> killed your first five guys. Exactly. Everyone's going to get that trophy. Well, Don't throw that in my face. Uh, it does not impress me that I got that. Like, it does nothing for me. It, it, yeah, I got it. I got a trophy for showing up. That's all I did. <laughs> yeah, and there are some trophies that pop when you complete like a story. Yeah, like chapter. Those happen. Well, but, that was like the same know, with a... um, because with trophies they have the you know bronze through gold, and then um, or I don't know what would a diamond is there more than like what's the one above gold like hard ones? It's platinum. It is platinum okay. Is so it goes to platinum. One. Um. Like, with the achievements when they first came out, they had, like, a really hard one. Like, say, like, Call of Duty, for instance, going back. Call of Duty um, Modern Warfare, or the whole Modern Warfare, is like like you were saying, you have different difficulties for the game. And if you beat it on, just say, normal, you got, like, 50 gamer points. But then if you beat it on uh, veteran, then you got 100, you know. So it gave you that up. And motivation to want to do it because, like, you see the points, like, you see that number added to your overall gamer score, and you're like, Hell yeah, that's me! Yeah, I think we've had like that, uh, that trophy versus uh, achievement had. discussion, yes. like, before. Yes, we and have. I was like, Yeah, sure, you get points, but I got trophies, <laughs> you know, I could put a platinum trophy up on my wall. And everyone can see that, but you can't put a hundred on your wall. <laughs> oh yes, I can. I got a digital yeah. counter that keeps on going, keeps yeah. on ticking, my friend. So, well, but anyway, Jonah, I, let's get back to this New York adventure. Yeah, I keep I keep digressing, but yes. Okay, all... so after after video games, New York, we decided to go to uh, Nintendo New York. You know, if you're in New York and you like video games, might as well go to Nintendo New York. Uh, so we took the subway up there, and uh, we had to wait in line this time. There was a there was a line, and this was uh, this was a hot day, mm-hmm. so it was, uh, it was a little annoying. But we had water bottles with us; so it was all fine. Good. We got we got in there like we you can't bring in water, so I had to chug my water and throw away the bottle. <laughs> um, so we we got in, and, it, and you're immediately meted by Mario. Actually, what, what's the no, what? Well, yes, but next to him, there's, there's Luigi. There's who's the bad guy from, from Metroid? Oh, like the the, the dragon guy. Yeah. Um. Um. 
I forget his name. Like Ripley or, R- or Ridley? Yes, Rip- uh, Ripley, I think. Believe yeah, it or not, I think it was they have na- a... he's named after Signor- Signorby Weaver, his character in Alien. Yeah, yeah. They have a statue of him for sale for $700 or $600 or something, and it's large. It's very large, I very know. impressive. <laughs> Just bring that home with and you. And next to... Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, I guess I know what I'm buying. No, but I, I did not buy that. That's just to be sure. <laughs> uh, and next to him is like Mario on, on Yoshi for like five hundred dollars. Wow, so, that's cardboard. Or is it like, is it actual statues? No, like no. It's, I think no. I think it's uh, I think it's like polystone or or whatever they make those uh, those uh, one fourth scale statues. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's like hefty actual wow. statues. So uh, you could buy that for seven hundred bucks at Nintendo New York. So you know, step on down to buy a statue of a giant Metroid monster. <laughs> just, just tie it to or the Mario top Yoshi. of the taxi. No worries. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they had a lot of cool stuff. Um, they they had a giant Bowser you could take pictures in front of. They had they they have the, the they have like this one Game Boy that survived the Gulf War or something. Oh, they do have that <laughs> one on display. There. I've seen pictures of it. Yeah. Yeah cool yeah apparently that still turns on or something i don't know nice uh they also have like a display of all their handheld releases or maybe all their console releases i only saw the handhelds and they had like a virtual boy behind the glass yeah that was fun they had all their amiibos every amiibo that ever released i think uh in the display uh they had some cool ones although i'm not going to get get into amiibo <laughs> i refused i draw the line at amiibo no amiibos for me. Yeah, I never. Uh, if if I never thought about getting ever into that, unless like I thought they were gonna be exclusive figures to like beat games, like you had to buy the figure to beat a game or something like that. But um, that is not the case. I don't think. I think it just gets you the characters or something. Well, it depends on which amiibo. Like I remember, I bought uh, a Splatoon amiibo when I was into Splatoon for Wii U, and it gave you like a. Uh, I think he either gave you a weapon or a, co- or a costume or both or something. And I was like, I want that. So let's do it. <laughs> so I did that. And I still have the, the, the Met- not the Metroid, the, uh, the Splatoon amiibo in, in my, in my room somewhere. I just don't play Splatoon anymore. So, you know, um, nice, good investment. So, you know, but some people just collect them cause they're, they're fun to collect. I, uh, Oh, when we were at Video Games New York, my my friends they actually bought uh one of those the, like the sixteen bit or eight bit uh um, Link amiibo. There's an amiibo that's like made of like supposed to look like the the original Link uh sprite. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And apparently they, they said that they've never seen it bef- like out in the wild. Uh, so this is a, that's they were like cool. I have to they have I mean, to get if, this. Yeah. They collect they, amiibos. That's a cool feeling though if you ever come across something like that like. I remember I got so excited. I know this is ridiculous, but I got so excited because I actually saw um, SNES Classic at a Walmart. And it was like the last one in a case. And, and I already had my two that I needed or that I wanted. But <laughs> yeah. And then, then I actually saw a NES Classic and an SNES Classic in the case too at one point. And NES Classic, this was the second round, of course, not the first round. But I was like, wow, that's cool. Like just to see it in the walkers of... How many times scalpers scalped them up and you couldn't find any. And then all of a sudden, like, you, I, I got to see it in store. And I was like, this is cool. It's just a weird, it's just a cool feeling. So I respect yeah. that per- purchase that person got. And I uh, 
Yeah, I share that feeling with him, with finding something in the wild. Yeah, it's... Uh, you, I think I, I don't think I've really had that kind of experience where I've been like, there's something I've been looking for and I went to a store and I found it. It's not been there before or I've been trying to find it in store. I hasn't been able to find, find it until I found it. Usually, if I finally get something I've been looking for, it's because of Wario 64 yeah. and I just buy it online. Right. You know? So... I so I kind of wish I had that feeling, or maybe maybe one day I'm going to the store, and then I'm like just I turn I turn to the right, and oh my god, there's Gravity Rush Remastered for PS4, and it shines. Looking for that, there's a big light that just shines <laughs> on it, and you're like, oh. yeah. And then I like t- I take it out of the, the bookshelf, and I'm like, what do you mean you're charging two hundred dollars for this? <laughs> or you buy it and you buy it in a blind like enthusiastic joyful blindness and then when you get yeah. it at home you realize it's just gravity rush 2 with no it's manual gravity rush 2. <laughs> you're you like know, why I, does uh, this keep happening you know one time i bought uh when i was at, when I went, I went to gamestop and i bought uh final fantasy 10 final fantasy 10 because i had 10 2 a friend a friend of mine gave gave me 10 2 i was like i need to buy play 10 first yeah so i bought 10 and then i like put it down for all i'm like i'm gonna i'll get to it later and like two weeks passed, I opened the box. Ten two was in the case. They gave me ten two when I bought ten. Oh, so they, they they put like the wrong disc in the box, and I was like, "Fuck!" You always got to check it now. You got to check. Yeah. Um. Actually, you yeah, know, what? I don't know. To like have this mid section here, you'd be proud of me because I've actually purchased a few games since we last talked. Um, Ooh. I bought Dish I, Sister. I did. <laughs> I did end up getting the um. Mass Effect Remastered Edition. I got it for PS4 because I, I, I think yeah. I think the PS5 will be my first console, but that's, I may get the sick, Xbox. Bro. I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking the PS5 will be the first one before an Xbox, but I don't know. I really don't know. I gotta see what gotta see what this E3 in a couple of weeks, maybe next week. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I think I. Uh... I think I saw Nintendo is doing their direct on the fifteenth, and that's like uh, maybe a couple days after the start of E three. Mm, okay. So, but um, so but anyway, I'm next week. Yeah. Yeah. So I got it for PS four, and that's sick. Honestly, though, You're I think not going to regret it. I think I think my main reason I got it for PS four is because I was like, oh, I got the Bioshock for Xbox One, so I got to give some PS four some love. So that's why I did it for that. <laughs> I really was like at a coin toss because I was like, oh, which one do I get it for? Um, but anyway, so I, I do actually, I think I will start playing that maybe soon. I'm hoping to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to map up some hours. It's been rough, but, um, right. cause I want, if I can at least stick and guarantee that I can play it two hours or so a night, like every night until I beat it, one of the games, like the first one, obviously, but, um, then I'll do it because I don't want the worst thing. Like I was telling you, is the worst thing I can do is start playing it and then stop, like because of whatever right. reason came up, and I don't get back to it. Then I'm not gonna enjoy it because then I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna forget how to play. I'm just picking it up, or and then I'm like gonna forget who I'm talking to. I'm gonna be probably mid mission or something, and I like to get the full experience. So hopefully, I'll be able to uh, map out some some time to play that. So anyway, I got that, and then I got Final Fantasy IX for the Switch physical, which I—that's yeah. the one game 
that I promised myself I'll beat before I die because that's the one game that screwed me over more than once. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I was on the fourth disc the first time that game came out, playing it on my PlayStation. I got to the fourth disc. There's this freaking tree that is so hard to beat on the third disc, the end of the third disc. It's a, it's a hard tree. Apparently there's a secret that you have to do to make it a lot easier. I didn't know the secret. I don't have any strategy guys at the time. And so I knew I messed up the first time. So I had to reset the game to go and level my guys up. Luckily, you know, I had some saves in the back. So that's what I started doing. But I had to backtrack a while. And I tried to, like, level up my guys to be able to beat them. So anyway, long story short, I finally beat them. I get to the fourth disc. And guess what happens? My memory card gets corrupted. I lose everything. And I would have to start over again. And I said no. (laughs) Because that's a huge grind. At least, what, it was like 30 hours maybe at that point? Something like that. Anyway. uh, Mad Cats. Mad Cats, right? Yeah, it was that Mad Cats uh, memory card, I believe. And so, anyway, I uh, tried restarting it a few times ever since, but it's just one of those games that just I could never, like, set aside. I was mad at it for a while. I was like, ah, because something else probably came out that grabbed my attention. And anyway... Uh, I even tried recently when I got um, I got a uh, another uh, refurbished PS One back because my my old one didn't work anymore. The disc uh, laser on it was shot. Anyway, so I went to play it again, but I, I of course I didn't have enough time. But if it's on the Switch, I I figure it'd be cool little handheld to like pick up and just go. And they have cool little boosters on it where you can like speed up time, and you can uh, you can actually um bypass some of the um or you can actually bypass until you turn it off the uh, random encounters so which is horribly annoying because when i did play it recently i was like every two steps you have to go into the battle and the freaking intro to it is so damn long but anyway so i got the i think that's something you could do in uh sorry sorry i just wanted to like no i think you can do that in bravely default also is turn off encounter random encounters until you want to turn them back on because you need to turn them back on to get experience. You have to. That's the thing. Like, you don't yeah. want to screw yourself and think. I mean, although it's funny because the this, this Switch version has um, cheats already built in. And I remember trying to go through the game again using a Game Shark to have like max XP, max money. And that way you just try to uh, breeze through it. But this one, like, you can turn on. You can't turn them off, though. That's the thing. So if it's your first time going, they say don't do it because it'll. It won't give you the full experience, but for like speed runners, they have, again, max XP, max um, health, and then they have uh, the one cheat that you deal like 99, uh, I think it's like whatever the whatever the max damage is, you, every time you hit with any character, you do that much damage. So like everybody just dies in one shot pretty much, um, which makes the game obviously super easy. Uh, so anyway, Hell yeah. I got that. And then I got, um, on the way, I got the uh, Marvel versus Cap... Uh, not Marvel versus Cap, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and Ultimate Alliance 2 for uh, Xbox, the original Xbox. No, I'm sorry, Xbox 360. Sorry. Oh, hell yeah. Because that's, that's... I think I got those also. I think you did get those, you were telling me. I had to check because I wasn't sure if I had them in my collection. And then... Uh, and then... I didn't have them in there, but I, I had them 
for Xbox 360, and I love them. Awesome couch co-op games, but I could never find them in the wild. And so Amazon, I've been looking for years now, and I got a decent deal on them. Uh, I think there were... I I didn't think I paid that much for them, but hopefully... I didn't get them yet, so hopefully they're in decent... <laughs> they're as good as condition as they say they are, like, like new, because... I'm very uh, picky with used games. Yeah, I, I usually have good luck with Amazon sellers. Um, if it says like new, it usually is like new. Like I got my Ninja Gaiden collector's edition for PS3 off an Amazon seller. And it was pretty much like like new. Yeah. Even though it said very good instead of like new. It was, it was so, you know, they didn't lie. So yeah. I don't think you should be too worried. So far, I've, I've been pretty pretty happy with my purchases I still, I still like to when I, when I go uh, pre-owned games, I usually try to try to check eBay first because you can see the pictures there. But yeah, when you see a deal on Amazon, you're like, okay, that's better than eBay prices. Might as well give it a shot. I'm protected, you know. Yeah, um, you could always go through Amazon to get your money back there if they did lie lie to you. Mm-hmm. Sure, but uh, so yeah, I was because uh, it's been a long time, and so that's uh, hopefully I can. I can start playing that. But anyway, Jonah, back to your story of your New York adventure. Yes. So you're at the Nintendo store. I was store. at Nintendo New York. <clears throat> yeah. I was, I was, we're, we're checking out some stuff. We didn't actually buy anything at the Nintendo store. Um, I actually kind of wanted this one Princess Peach shirt, uh, even though it wasn't girly, but it was a woman's cut. So, you know, I couldn't get it. <laughs> you should, uh, uh, should yell, write them a letter. They were I wanted I was like, where's the unisex? Yeah. There's two rows of this shirt and they're both women's cut. Where's unisex? Uh so oh, Johnny, I you didn't can rock You can rock there. that shirt. Come on. Should have tried it on I anyway. I, I was like, maybe I should just buy a shirt so I can change because my shirt soaked through. You know? <laughs> but then I'd have to carry the shirt around. And I didn't uh, but so I was just like, whatever. I don't see what you do you is know. you buy that shirt. Everyone take your shirt off. Sign your shirt and put it on the coat rack and be like, there you go. <laughs> exactly. Shirt signed by Jonah uh, so, from so Tell Him JJ Nintendo, Podcast. Nintendo New York has a lot of cool shirts, shirt uh, designs. They, you know what? Uh, what, I, what I noticed was they feel a lot more premium than the shirts you'd find at GameStop. Oh, well, <laughs> you, you, okay. Yeah. So if, if you'd find like a – I remember they had like a hoodie – which I would never buy in this heat. <laughs> like the, the mere sight of a hoodie sends shivers <laughs> down my spine. Yeah. <laughs> but it felt really nice touching it. Uh, well, how much those How much was it though? Because I know shirts like that are ridiculous. Uh, I think I think uh, might have been like in like thirty five bucks. T shirts were like twenty five bucks, nineteen to twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but GameStop ones are like really cheap, but they are also like they feel cheap. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're just printed on. They'll just start cracking after a wash. Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Uh, the quality counts if you have something on the shirt. You exactly. don't want it. Like so you check said. out. Oh, also, they, they have a. Uh, I, I got this one shirt from. Uh, not I don't have it on me now, but there's this one shirt with a bunch of like 8 bit uh, characters. Like I think it's all Mario characters. And I got that from Club Nintendo back when they had like like physical rewards and back when there was a Club Nintendo. Um, but they have that shirt in the store, but I, I I don't think it has like Club Nintendo like inside the shirt on the back. Um, so I was like surprised because that was I thought that was like a special thing that was only on Club Nintendo. 
Uh, so if anyone's interested in that, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they got a lot of cool stuff. But I we didn't buy anything mainly because, uh, you know, Nintendo New York also sells games. And that's what I'm mostly into. But they're all, all their games are full price. Right, yeah. <laughs> they're exactly. not going to give you any deals. No. I mean, yeah. did you, like... Um, is it something though where you walk in you're like wow i mean what kind of generation are they are we talking here like just switch like anything current or do they hold anything like switch and they yeah they like, have 3ds games also okay. they do have 3ds games although there are switch games are there's more switch games there i didn't see any wii u but maybe i just missed it um they should they should oh, like that, flip the whole the whole gaming community upside down and start selling like brand new nes games <laughs> like, that'd be sick that'd be neat that'd be awesome <laughs> like yeah all the retro stuff they just start re-releasing them as like brand new and uh like new like everything or i was gonna say or they come out with a new system they like make like retro systems but hd so like so you don't have to buy any more converters or anything like that like these are actually systems that are meant to play like all mm-hmm. these new new like formatted um systems or formatted hd versions of their retro games but like perfect hd where it's like there's no like um uh frame splitting or what do they call it yeah i think it's like frame splitting or something no glitches no nothing just beautiful hd even 4k renders of their awesome awesome collection but that'll never happen because they can just they can just sell it digitally and not have to uh manufacture nothing and charge you full price for the same game 300 times. Because every time a new system comes that's out, you where, have to rebuy it. That's where I draw the line. I refuse. <laughs> no digital no digital games. I want the physical cartridges. Yeah. I so, um, I recently watched that Scott, uh, yeah, Scott the Waz um, video on... Because you, you were watching him. I just watched one on a yeah. video game collecting. And he makes really funny good points everything but i'm surprised that his video game collection yeah, actually he, it looks very nice and neat but i'm like that's it that's how you're supposed to do it it <laughs> yeah no he he does he's a he does he, I, I love how he writes his jokes and how he, he delivers his jokes it's it's very uh he's he's very he's very funny and he he's and, a little, and i guess he may might have studied comedy because it it's, it feels like there's like a big there's like a system behind it you know there is yeah um, i noticed that too and uh but it's uh, it's clever. It's good stuff. It's it's very clever. I, I he I I really enjoy. He, I think he's like the only YouTuber I really watch now. Like sometimes I watch uh, aside from us, aside from our podcast <laughs> and the Cartridge Blast Gamers. Yes, played on played on <laughs> uh, Infinite Loop always, everywhere, always. Yeah. So. Um, it's it's just every time there's a video of his video a new video comes up i'm just like hell yeah time to watch that <laughs> uh because it's always it's always high production value for for what it is you know mm-hmm. and always uh and all his jokes hit for me yeah no they <laughs> do he has, he has yeah. like a running yeah he, he has a bunch of running gags that always that never get never get old for me <laughs> Like he, his favorite game is Madden 08, but he hates Madden 09. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I never yeah. saw. I only saw and a couple he, videos so far, but I do like, like you said, his timing, his comedic timing and writing is really awesome. And uh, you know, he does a really nice job editing. Cause just thinking about how much work goes into everything he's doing with it, I don't know if he has an editor, but 
Hats off to him. Good job, Scott the Waz. Good job, Scott the Waz. Oh, um, Scotty. He, he also just he he also does just skits. You know, he did this one thing where, uh, well, he did this one video which I really liked, where he did. It's it's like that scenario where everyone gets invited to like a dinner and then there's a murder, you know, and then you have to solve the murder. Yeah. He did that, but like he would like in between the skit scenes, he would start talking about a game. And then when people kept dying, he's like, Oh, now only two of us are listening to my review. And then he <laughs> and then he keeps going. And then at the end everyone's dead. But there's a sequel to that where like the everyone that got murdered sues the killer. And they're in the, like a <laughs> they're in like a courtroom and everyone's like we're victims of murder and then they try to like no, it was it's really it's really funny you it, should watch. it reminds me of uh, like the ongoing gag or, or whatever just reminds me of uh james rolf's uh or cinemassacre's uh or james series where it just like takes like this crazy turn and then just like follows his storyline very interesting but um, yeah and that's and that's funny because he's he's crossed over with with james rolf he i think he did a video i think he he was in a James Rolfe's uh, video, uh, Scott Pilgrim, the, the movie they did a, they did like a video review of that, I guess, and he oh, was okay. in there. Yeah, they they I think and, they did uh, James and Mike Monday with him too, or or I don't know if it was James and Mike Monday, but they played a played a game with him on it, so that's cool. And uh, and I saw that James was also in his his like a uh, two hundred two hundred video special, which was like a. Like a movie length video. It was something recent, <laughs> it was wasn't insane. it? Was it recent? It was recent. Yeah. It was a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah, I didn't watch well, I didn't and really was, know much about Scott until recently. It's yeah. Plus it's it's kind of it's kind of a long watch. So yeah. you gotta like hunker down. You gotta really dedicate yourself uh, to it. But good for you. But him. it but what really really what really what it was was he him like giving a like a t- like the opening was him giving tips about how to be a game YouTuber. And it was just like funny, funny tips, but like it shows all uh, cameos from a bunch of different video game YouTubers, including James Rolfe, mm-hmm. just nodding along to his like instructions. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that it was just that it wasn't like if you were trying to find James Rolfe, he's only in there in the beginning. Right. Yeah. It was just like little cameos here and there. I gotcha. Yeah. My my yeah, video so. game, uh, YouTubers really are. I'll start watching more of him because he's cool and he gives uh, you know. Um, good, good feed or good info. You know, he's not just trying to be goofy about it. He was just like he he seems legit. So I like watching. Yeah. I'll watch him. Uh, I kind of watch Game Sack because he's they're really like technical into things, which is cool. And they play every like everything, so it's cool to like learn about old different games that you might not have ran into before. And uh, sometimes I'll do um, Metal Jesus rocks and like. His uh, people that hang out with him, um, and there's a guy uh, Reggie that hangs that does his own show and video and stuff. He's a collector as well. That, but he's also tied in with Metal Jesus Rocks, and he he's cool. And so, but yeah, that's pretty much it. And then uh, I've watched a couple of uh, girlfriend reviews, which is hilarious, and a couple of donkey videos, which which are hilarious too. So I don't know. That's yeah, I, about I, it. And Cartridge Blast Gamers, think- of course. <laughs> I think when, when oh James I was, Rolf, uh, I can't remember I, James Rolf, but I I think of James Rolf as a movie maker, so like he's my movie making inspiration, like filmmaking inspiration. So I watch his videos to like oh wow, like he just does like cool like his Mega Man video was amazing, his 
Crazy Castle video was amazing. His Earthbound video was amazing. But, I mean, he has more help now versus, like, what he used to not have. So, he can have bigger productions. So, it's cool to see him grow. But also, you know, uh, I love his uh, creativity. So, but anyway, Jonah, I think we should get back to your Nintendo or your New York trip. Tell me, tell us more. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, we didn't buy anything in Nintendo New York. I, we keep like, I just keep like branching off. It's okay. It's, it's uh, part of but, this journey. This whole podcast is going to be this New York journey. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> uh, we had to Nintendo New York. We didn't buy anything there, but they had a lot of cool stuff. It was, it was a nice visit. And that, and uh, we left, and I think we just walked to, we just walked somewhere, and then we saw a toy store, and they're like, oh, yeah, check that toy store. And I'm like, apparently it's a big toy store I've never heard of. So we went, went in there, and it, apparently it's it's where they filmed the, the one, like, uh, the one scene in the movie Big, where the main character, like, walks on, like, the floor. There's, like, a on floor, the piano. Uh, piano. Yeah. Yeah. Was that piano they still there? They have that there. Yeah, it's still there. Oh, yeah. nice. Um, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, um, but there wasn't really too much there that was of interest to me. They had some they had some Funko Pops, but I'm like, I don't really care about that. Yeah, you they know, had, they had like a He-Man Funko Pop that was huge. Oh, really? And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> that's, it's like big. It's too big. <laughs> too big. And it was like packaged. It wasn't like a display piece. It was like you can buy it and there's like multiples of them. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like those Funko Pops like started out as something really collectible, but then there's just so many happened there. I don't know. Like, is it just, is it like limited run games where there's only a limited amount of like a, the specific Funko Pop? And then that's what makes, yeah. like they're all, are they all collectible? Are they all rare? I don't know. I don't follow it because yeah, I'm like, I have no eh. idea. I'll get into like the, you'll just end up wanting to buy them all, like collect them all. And it's just like, eh, too much effort for I, something. I don't have enough space to collect them. So no, thank you. Yeah. I, I just don't like how they look like uh, some people, some people like them and that's fine. But I, I remember I bought, I bought two of them when I was really into game of Thrones. I bought game, uh, Daenerys and Cal Drogo. They had Funko pops. And this was like back when I didn't really know what Funko pops were. I was like, Oh, they have a Daenerys and Cal Drogo figure. Let me get that. Um, first of all, like Cal Drogo, I couldn't even make him stand up or no, no Daenerys. Cause it was like his, her feet were so small and her head was so big. I thought you were supposed I to keep like, them in the box and never open them. I thought that was the whole purpose of these things. I'm not a Funko pop collector. I just <laughs> wanted a game of Thrones thing. So I put, I got them. I took them out of the box and guess what? They don't look good out of the box either. You know what they <laughs> so... remind me of? They remind me of the trolls, like the back in the '90s when the trolls came out, the little troll dolls with the hair, and then the ones with the jewels in their stomachs came out, and like you wanted to collect those instead. I feel like it's the same sort of thing. Only now it's like more, you know, pop, pop stuff, like pop yeah. culture. But yeah. So anyway, well, Jonah, you know, so you, you want know, recently? To... I, not not recently, but last year I bought uh, I bought an Exodia Funko Pop. And that looked pretty cool, so I'm gonna let that one slide. What's the Exodia? But um, Exodia from Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, you know, Yugi summons Exodia and just defeats. Ka you haven't ever watched Yu-Gi-Oh, right? I have. I used to watch. You never watched. I didn't. I wasn't a diehard fan. I did like. I was really intrigued by it, to be honest. Uh, I think I watched like a good number of episodes, like the first few episodes. Um, I like the idea of it that you collect the cards and like. 
you can. It was just cool. It reminded me of Magic the Gathering, to be honest, is what I liked it for. Um, I never yeah, got into the card was... game. But anyway, go on. I think I know what you're talking about. I just didn't know what it was from. But now I yeah, know because it's... it's been a long time mm-hmm. since I way, way long time since I knew it, like know anything about Yu-Gi-Oh. But go ahead. Right, so I I I, man, I got that because it looked cool and it still looks cool, but I kind of regret getting it because it's like it's still a Funko Pop and it doesn't really look right. Yeah, okay. You know, with my shit, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know. I think it, it still looks fine, and I'm gonna give it a pass because it looks cool overall. It's not just like a head and a small body; it's kind of big. Oh, really? It's okay. got chains and shit. You know, that's maybe different. I'll show you a picture later, but uh. It was cool, but overall, Funko Pops, not my cup of tea. Uh, so we didn't buy anything at the toy store. We actually went to the Lego store also. Uh, they're into Legos. I, and a lot of the shit they have there is really cool. You know, I'm not I'm not into Legos. I, and that was probably because as a kid, uh, I just never got Legos. I don't know. I, I don't even think I knew where they existed until I was like in high school. <laughs> You're like, what, what is this? You know? What is that? But no, I, I, I used to get Lego is this sets. Mega Bloks? What is that? <laughs> yeah, Mega Bloks. Mega Bloks. I, I wish I had Mega Bloks. I remember the commercial for Mega Bloks and I wanted it ever since I was a little kid. Because it just looked, it was like oh, perfect you know, advertising and I wanted it. <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I didn't have it, but my friend had Bionicles. And I wanted Bionicles a lot. And I think like, that's like a Lego thing, right? Uh, Bionicles? I think so. Kind of. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a Lego thing. Uh, but Bionicles were sick as fuck. <laughs> and uh, that just peaked. But uh, oh, They said, I just peed. <laughs> I was like, okay. No, it peaked. I just peed. <laughs> my audac- I both peed and my audacity peaked. <laughs> that makes me pee. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so Bionicles were sick. I never got them. My, my friend had them. I played with them a bit. But the Lego store is cool. They had a lot of expensive shit. Well, every, everything <laughs> Lego is expensive. Like, you don't realize that until you're like, oh, maybe I'll buy a Lego set. And you're like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you walk in, you're like, oh, look, that's a Star Wars thing. And that's $700. And they have, oh, they had like a Hogwarts castle. Uh-huh. They had a whole bunch of stuff in this Hogwarts castle. That's like 600 bucks. I'm like, that's nah. pretty sick. I remember... Early in the pandemic, I bought from like Costco. They had like a 3D puzzle. It was made like like cardboard. It was really cheap, mm-hmm. uh, but it was like fun to put together. It was like hog- uh, put to put it together. It took us forever because it was kind of annoying and it, it kind of broke because it's just cardboard <laughs> and small pieces. You just jam it at the end. In. You yeah, just jam in it there. in. And, <laughs> and at the end, it looks okay if you like look at it from a distance. But and when your you eyes look closer, it looks awful. <laughs> when you close so your eyes awful. in the dark. <laughs> from a distance it looks yeah. great <laughs> yeah so we threw it that threw that out uh, but then <laughs> it took us 15 it took us like days two or three weeks achieve. or something yeah uh so i was like i looked at this lego set and i was like i wish i just bought this but then i was like 700 dollars versus like 15 bucks maybe not <laughs> yeah maybe not uh, yeah so we also like went by the harry potter store that just opened and it was like the line was crazy. It like oh, went yeah, around sure. the building and I was yeah. like, we're not, we're not waiting for that. <laughs> Apparently they have like a whole bunch. It's like an experience. You can like get butter beer, which is like a thing in Harry Potter. Um, I don't know if you've read Harry Potter. Have you read Harry Potter? I read, I read 
the first or watched the it first three books when they first came out back in the day. I really enjoyed the hell out of them. Um, the fourth book came out and it was super expensive and super thick, and I wasn't gonna be able yeah. to buy that or get it or convince my parents to get it for me. Um, and then I did end up watching the movies, but to be honest, for me, uh, because of all the years that went by, you know, now now I'm an adult person watching these movies, I really just, like, the movies, I don't know, the books were better. Like, even just the first three that I read, like, I really loved, the like, The Prisoner of Azkaban, just reading it. Um, but watching the movies, it really is just a dumbed-down version of something awesome. Like, the like the final battle with uh, uh, Voldemort and Harry Potter, like, after watching Dragon Ball Z, when you show me a beam struggle of anything, I want it to be epic. This was just, like, a spark a little tiny thin spark coming out of their wands, and I'm like, this is terrible, stupid. And and Voldemort looks horrible. He looks dumb. Like, how would you take something like that seriously? But that's just yeah. my take on the whole experience and the whole series, uh, movie wise. I'm sure the books. I I that's the one regret though. I wish I did continue reading them as they came out when I was young because, it, like I said, when I read the first three, I loved them. Uh, really, really awesome. I loved the the cover art too just like watching the cover art was really good i think what happens though is with any like between books and movies is with books like you i guess you see the characters on the cover so you can kind of assume who's who but in your head you visualize everything how it's going on like through the words that are like given to you then your brain processes the scenes and what's happening and like how it's going and movies it's shoved in your face to how to think and feel and all that stuff so I always feel, you know, the books are obviously going to be better. Um, but I do, like I said, I don't hate Harry Potter. It's an okay, like, I would show my kids no problem. I would actually encourage them to read first because that's how you'll get the, the better experience, in my opinion. But as far as movies go, I really just think it's just a dumbed-down version of something awesome. But that's my take. So go ahead. No, I I agree that uh, the movies definitely did take a lot away from a lot of the book stuff, the book experience. And I actually reread the books this past summer. I got I got really into reading the uh, back in like August. Uh, so I, I started like going to the library and shit and getting books. Mm -hmm. But uh, I got I read all seven Harry Potter books, which I already which we own. So you know I didn't have to borrow those oh but. i thought you borrowed them even though you had them i was like that's ambitious. no i bet <laughs> no I, I i had them and i read them but i started borrowing other books once i finished harry potter yeah because that i was like you know let's just do this because I, I loved harry potter as a kid and i still like it now uh and the books are still great still look entertaining um yeah and i don't i don't actually remember why i started talking about harry potter because you went to the <laughs> harry potter store no, I didn't. I we, you we like it. walked it by. We were going to. Okay, it was too pa crazy. Okay, Jonah, you passed the Harry Potter store. Where yeah. does this story lead us next? Uh, I think at one at this point we wanted to eat something, so we stopped by a pizza place. Nice. Uh, and we had some pizza. Was it good New York pizza or was it like? It was it was very average pizza. Okay. I was I was like you know these these guys are visiting New York. I hope we find a good pizza place, but it was very average. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know maybe next time. Uh, so we we had some pizza, and and like got out of the heat for a bit. But back as soon as we were back in there, the sun was beating down with like the wrath of God. Oh sure, and especially in the city where it's just <laughs> coming off a of blacktop and buildings. You were in the oven, my yeah. friend. 
You were in the oven. Exactly. So at, at this point, uh, we, we were like, okay, time for me to take you guys to some places that I frequented before, like Midtown Comics. You know, that's, I'm like, I'm, we're in the area, making my way back to Penn Station. Let's stop by Midtown Comics. And we, we went on there. It was, it was funny because, uh, we, we were going up this you know how how midtown is midtown comics is like very narrow staircase. yeah it's like that narrow staircase when you walk in you gotta walk up and awkwardly either pass by somebody or like wait for someone to get up like take turns yeah we were we like uh we, every time we were like trying to step onto the stairs somebody kept coming down we we're like okay here we go okay <laughs> here we go okay <laughs> and eventually i'm just like just run run for it <laughs> just do it no it was, no after uh hold on yeah Let's get rid of that. Okay. What happened? What happened, uh, Jonah? No, there was like a there was an update on my uh, phone. I just said no, no, thank you. <laughs> is this the most uh, so... inconvenient time to update your phone? If it is, <laughs> please press yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. So you want to update now? Confirmed. And you're like, no, Wait, no, no. <laughs> so we we got up there and uh, they were like, hey, uh, if you have an open bag, you need to put it behind the desk. And they gave us gave us like a number card. 22 i remember 22 and they took our bags where i had my sheer in the wanderer special edition uh-oh in in box complete in box <laughs> uh behind the counter i'm like nobody better touch that shit uh so we we took the thing we looked around some comics i'm like i don't collect comics <laughs> so you know they're cool the pictures are cool but you know i don't collect them uh you know, like, I, I have we deceived you all. I don't. I wish it were all the cool shits at for me. <laughs> no, I, I go to Midtown, uh, and I used to go to Midtown after uh, after I did my workshop. I, I, like before I went to the took my train back 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 home. Uh, I stopped at Midtown just to look around. I never even bought anything. I think I bought something like one. I bought a Tomb Raider <laughs> graphic novel collection. Okay. Um, that's the only time I ever bought anything there. <laughs> uh, but I went upstairs. We looked around at they have all, all the like the big sideshow statues and and they have like model kits. They had some like they had an Ultraman model kit and a Mega Man X that I really liked. And I was like, I don't really I'm not really into model kits because I know I'll mess it up. So uh, I'm not going to buy it. But that looks pretty cool if I was. Yeah. Uh, they had like figures in the back. They had a they had some mech figures, some figures of some some pretty ladies. <laughs> you know, they have a lot of those. Yeah. Um, and, and they had like a bunch of comics, so it was, it was, it was pretty cool to be there again. Cause it's been a while it, I, since I've been to New York and yeah. been to these stores. So it was just, it was nice to be able to visit again. I got to think, cause um, when I was there, I don't, last time I was there, I don't remember, I think it might've been winter. I just, was it, was it hot in there or did they have air, air conditioning? I, I, it was still pretty hot inside. Uh, I, it wasn't as hot as outside, but I don't know if it was air conditioning or because it was blocking out the sun. I was because I don't. I it might have been in winter, but they had the heat blasting. Or I just remember it being really hot in there, and I was like, "This is not really." It must have been winter because we must have been bundled up a little bit. So when you got inside, you're like, "Oh, it's like 150 degrees in here. What the hell's going on <laughs> yeah. with all these people around?" Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the thing with. Like I remember walking in, and I was interested in the figures as well. They had a couple of Dragon Ball stuff that I was I was looking at, but it, it was so expensive I wasn't gonna buy anything. But it's just a cool place to visit, even if you like, because you might stumble upon something that you might want. But um, it's just cool to look at, like all the cool stuff, and 
like, like you said, comics have really cool cover art and things like that. So even if you're not a collector, it's always something to look at. Yeah, definitely. And they, they have such good cover. Sometimes I just want to buy like a comic that has like really nice cover. Like I actually did this with uh, when we went to Bob's Collectibles when I bought the uh, Venom cover art. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I, I think I just use it as like a poster. <laughs> I just like I just like prop it up. And it's just like, hey, check this out. This is because it's really it's like holographic and red and shit. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I thought it was really cool, but I don't read it, so I don't. I don't intend to read it. Right. <laughs> so and I don't really buy comics to use it as posters, but I'm like, if something's really cool, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Like that Venom one I bought. Uh, but I just I do just like looking at the picture on the cover, and then if something's like if the cover is just like, oh, that's really cool, maybe I'll open and see what's up. But it's just for me, comics, I don't know where to start and I don't really, I don't know. Yeah, well, that's that's the thing with yeah. me, too. Like we, we already talked. I know one of the podcasts we talked about the comics, uh, like trying to read them in order. Like for me, I have to start with the first issue. So I like it's a followed story or a continuous story versus like I was trying to read um the original like battle with Thanos because I, I already read the Infinity Gauntlet, which I again, the story was in the previous podcast, but quick version of it um i was really into it but then it like it just because there's all these different comics that tie into it so you're, you're you're looking at um captain marvel volume whatever it is then you're into like daredevil issue then your silver surfer issue so it's like bouncing around all over the place and things happen in between but if it wasn't related to that specific story at the time it like skips it so it's very interesting how comics well this is back in the day too but how, how comics really like the stories kind of come together because uh we always mention it too when artists sometimes they'll work on one issue but then they're pulled off the next issue so a new artist comes in so like everybody looks different and, it, and that that's 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 weird and then you have a different yeah. inker or a different colorist and you know different styles for for most of them so it's very uh very interesting but um, yeah, and I noticed that a lot, especially because when I did try to, I remember a couple of years back, I I wanted, to, I was reading uh, Gotham Academy, um, and it's it, the art style was pretty cool, but then they just switched it off to like a completely different kind of style, mm-hmm. like a, there was a, I think one style was chibi, and then they they like switched it off to like a different style, and I was like this. Like every chapter is a new style, and I was like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> yeah, but and, and this is me not really knowing what they what happens in these uh in like these uh comic series is when they have new stuff, right? Like for me, but I just I it just broke my immersion, you know. Yeah, well, for me, uh, the Dark Knight Returns that was done by Frank Miller, and then years later they did the Dark Knight Strikes again, and that was a different art style. And it, it like throws you off because it's like not as good like art style wise and yeah it's like eh it's not good <laughs> yeah but I mean it, like for me when you find a, when you like start a series and it's like got the art style that you like and then you get and then that's what you like see the characters as that's what you want to see the rest of the story as and then all of a sudden it changes and now I have to start liking a different art style and it it just it's just difficult for me. And so, you know, it's just another layer on top of me not knowing where to start. uh, (laughs) Then having to like collect all these issues uh, when I could just see a series that I would like, like, you know, um, 
Invincible, that has its own like they they have their compendium editions. I can just buy those, yeah, and have the the complete book set in hardcover if I want. I'm not gonna because it's expensive. Oh, especially but, now but, since uh, the show did so well. Yeah, um, but I did that with Avatar: The Last Airbender. I got all their comics, uh, and their Avatar has been pretty like you know. Uh, consistent with their art style throughout the, the comics, but mm-hmm. you know, so I don't, I don't really know what's going on there. If that's just like, oh, in DC and Marvel does this, or if every company does it, or just you know, maybe they have mitigating circumstances that require them to send out pages to different artists. Could be, know. just to try to get the story done, the issues done, because you know they have deadlines. So sometimes the artist who might not be good at a deadline gets replaced by somebody else and that other artist gets thrown on something another project you know it just depends on what's going on um usually though from what i've been like research wise you know if there's a good team like a good anchor and a good um you know penciler or even if it's the same person they'll try to stick them together for a while and uh yeah but anyway jonah so you go from Midtown Comics. Where's your right, next so, trip? So this is this is nearing the end of uh, the the trip. Uh, we're we're heading towards Penn Station at this point. Um, I think I think that this is around like five o'clock, you know. So my my train was my my train is coming up. So we head towards Penn Station and it's hot. We're all sweaty, so we decide to go to get a Jamba Juice, and so we get a Jamba Juice. I've never had a Jamba Juice. It's amazing. What I the hell a is a geometry dream machine? That's not the things with the balls you know, in it, is it? No, that's a boba. That's a bubble tea. I hate those boba. things. Those things oh. are terrible. You hate those things? Yeah. I love I love bubble tea. <laughs> 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 no, but uh Jamba Juice is it's a store and you could order like slushies and smoothies and stuff in there. And I got a uh, an o- orange dream machine and it was delicious. Nice. And I want to go back just for that. Uh, cool. This is this is the first time I had that. But after that, we just like sat down for a bit, talked because we were just walking around the city all day. Mm-hmm. And uh, then my my train came, and uh, we we said our adieu. Nice. And then I think they went to Central Park or something themselves. And I'm like, go do your tourist shit yourselves. I got my game. <laughs> so so you ended up getting one game throughout the day. I got one game throughout the day. I might get more if I go back to New York either this week or next week. Was that- uh, and this time I'm going to be laser focused because yeah. I, I was I was pretty distracted. Now, was that a, a game you were looking for or was that just something that just popped up and you saw and you're like, oh, that's a good deal? I, I, I was looking for Vita games a while back and Sheeran was one of the games I wanted. Um, but it wasn't like uh, it wasn't up on my radar, like it wasn't up on my list at the top. So, you know, I was like, I could go without it. But then I saw it was a pretty good deal for a special edition, so I got it. Cool. Nice. Uh, and you know, it's uh, it looks pretty cool, so might as well give it a shot. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, I don't know. So you hit up, um, so you hit up one retro store, or I should say, video game store that had retro games as well, and then you hit the Nintendo store. Those were the two, or was there a third one that I missed? No, those were the those were the two, and we hit up a couple other stores, but they weren't like video game related. Right, you were saying, but uh, video game wise, so you just comics. hit up two stores. So, was there a store that you wanted to go to that you didn't get to go to? 
that we mentioned earlier, I think it's called I think it's called JNL Games. I don't know exactly, but I feel like that's the name in my head. Could be. But uh, I'm pretty sure. Sh- but I couldn't find it, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, so I thought I thought I knew where it was, but I didn't see it there. So I guess I got like the street wrong. I thought it was next to a McDonald's. Um, and, I could I'm, be, I'm not sure. I could be wrong. Yeah. Somewhere near a McDonald's. Uh, I don't. Know. I should have looked it up. I should have looked it up, but uh, I, at the time I didn't know its name. I just knew it was a game store in New York. Yeah. Well, like in I the did. area that I was in. I typed in uh, on yeah. Google. I just said video games. And it's just wherever it, nearest me. I was like, oh, let's go there. But Right. Well, that's uh, cool. I mean, at least you, you got back with something. That that was actually pretty good. That's cool. So it wasn't. Yeah. It was a good yeah, day. Was, I would, Right? It was a good day. Yeah, it was. We, we, had, a, we had a fun time. Uh, even if I didn't buy any games, I would have had a fun time. But I'm glad I got a game. Yeah. I, I wish I got more games. Uh, but I, at the same time, I didn't want to like drag them around at the store for like too long, you know, because they're they're visiting the city. That day is your day. Um, you take advantage of it. <laughs> exactly. So you know, I, I I looked at some of their stuff. They didn't have. I checked their PS3 section. Maybe I like glanced over something, but I didn't see anything I wanted specifically from PS3. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't I didn't check their 360 stuff too much or the or the PS4. Because I, I pretty much got most of what I want from P- from 360, mm-hmm. and I I kind of wish I checked the PS4. But they they have a lot of PS4 stuff. You know, they have a lot of imports, a lot of modern stuff. Because it's easy to get PS4 games right now, so they have a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, so it'll take a while to actually like take in everything that they have. Mm-hmm. But I'll give it a shot next time. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, probably go in, uh, like I said, try to go in early on like a weekday or something if you can. And that way it'll probably be a yeah. little bit easier to navigate without having everybody trying to tackle you at once. If like if you stop moving, like you're in their way or something that you, don't, <laughs> you can't comfortably, you know, browse. So, but uh, cool, man. Cool. Yeah, I, sometimes I, I sometimes I wish they uh, sometimes I wish they get their own, get like a new spot. But this is New York. They're going to. There's always going to be like a a sp- lack of space, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, you th- uh, you think just for that little space, just say that they have. I you can't even imagine how much they're, you know, they're being charged for it too. Yeah, yeah. So, but exactly. Hey, at least so they're I, still in business because this past year was nuts and. Um, and it seems like they're doing well because apparently they're also publishing video games themselves. Oh, really? They're, like they're there. Okay. Yeah. Good for them. Um. I checked what they had. I think they have uh, uh, have a game called Golden Force coming out for the Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, So, I don't know. I guess they're like another limited-run kind of company. Nice. Uh, But it's... I actually actually bought one of their games without knowing it was them, like a while (laughs) ago. Because... It looked kind of like a Castlevania kind of like art style. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But it, the name is weird. It was like Wallachia or something. It was, it was, it's pretty cool, but they published it and I have the the game. I didn't know it was them. <laughs> you know? did, did you play I, it? I guess I just, I know I have it sealed. Oh, I was going <laughs> to yeah, say, was like, sh- at least, at least you know who to yell at. And when you buy it and the game sucks, you go right to them and just complain. <laughs> hey, I got your game. It what is sucks. this? A, a game for <laughs> what what is this, a, a game for ants? <laughs> game for ants. A model yeah, for I ants. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, but they seem they seem to be doing pretty good. So good. cool. That's good. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I do miss uh, all that jazz, being able to go out and uh, video game hunt. But it'll it'll happen soon. Yeah, I, yeah. We need to spend like three hours scouring the entire store. You know, yeah. We we, we go into New York. We we go to VGNY, as, as they call as the kids call it, and uh, we just we block we block the entrance so nobody <laughs> can come in, and we just take our time. We, <laughs> we steal the Nintendo displays and bring it with us to block the doors of the other stores. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm, I'm or we, we we go to Nintendo New York first, grab the the Ridley Ripley one of that. It might one be of that Ripley. One. I think it's Ripley or Ridley. Ripley. You're you're right. It's some one of those. But we'll yeah. grab that. Uh, grab that statue. Put it in front. It'll keep everybody else away. That's it. We got a plan. <laughs> got a game plan. I'm I'm all exactly, for it. Yeah. But no, uh, that'll be that'll be it'll be fun whenever you get the chance. Yeah. But uh, no, that's cool. I'm glad you went. That's awesome because I know you're excited for that, and you came away with something good. Oh yeah. But um, so what else have you been up to? Well, I've been checking out uh, re- recently on HBO Max. Uh, what's it called? The new Conjuring movie came out. Yeah. You know, have you? I have. I haven't watched it. I'm. Uh, it's. I was. T- I actually. Um, I talked to my cousin because me and him usually, like. We're going to the Insidious and Conjuring movies. We'd always joke and be like, we'd tell our uh, wives, we're like, ah, oh, we're going to go uh, hold each other because I'm uh, <laughs> going to be scared. And I was, t- I actually mentioned, I was like, dude, this is going to be the first time that we, you know, we're not at a movie theater watching this movie together. So, but, um, because he also had a kid you know, pretty much the same time uh, we had our twins. He had like, um, like a week later, right. he had his, his son. So we, we've all been very busy. But uh, have have you seen it? Did you did you watch the Conjuring movie? Yeah, I saw it. I, I saw it. It's called The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Yes, Conjuring Three. <laughs> Apparently, it's based it's based on yeah, it's based on a uh, an actual thing that happened where I guess somebody pleaded that they were they were innocent because at the time they were possessed by a demon when they killed a guy. Um, it's a flawless. It didn't work. It's, I was gonna say it's a flawless uh, excuse. Flawless defense, exactly. <laughs> uh, but you know the movie. The movie was fine. It's just it, I didn't think it was that scary. A lot of people. Uh, a lot of people said that they said that this one is not that well. James Wan, right? He was usually the director mm-hmm. for the um, the Conjuring and the uh, Insidious movies, and he wasn't right. here this time. So a lot of people said it's like the least scary of the movies. Um, so, well, that's yeah, good I, for, I mean, I some kinda, people don't like to be scared, but was it like a decent story? Well, you know, you know, you don't even have to ruin it for me, Jonah. I'll, I'll end up watching yeah, not, it somewhere down the road. I'm not going to ruin it for you, but it was, a. Uh, uh, I don't know if I prefer it because I, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not a big fan of, uh, of like just being terrified. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like scary movies to a point, you know, I like conjuring and insidious a lot because mm-hmm. I think that the stories are really nice and the acting is really really good. Yeah. Uh, but when stuff like you know, fuck, I I don't know, like gross out horror movies or, or what's a really scary movie I don't want to watch? Uh, for <laughs> me, so far it's been Lights Out because it's I know it's just gonna be jump scares like that one where like the lights flicker out and you see the demon or whatever it is, and it's like oh it's the, shit. Yeah, it's like I, I think I might have seen that. It's like I want to see it, but at the same time, like I don't want I don't need to be sitting there being like, like 
I don't know. Like you said, story comes first, but I, I, I would see it. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't, I don't want to just sit there and like know that a pop up, like you know, you're gonna just get scared. Like, oh, the whole point is to be scared, but the whole, like, you know what I'm saying? Exactly what like you said. Yeah. You want a you story want involved with your scares. Like you don't want to just have. Exactly. Like being yeah, because I was like, all right, so if this movie's just about. Like the light, like all the scenes are going to be about someone flicking on and off the lights because something's going to, you know, then it's like you're waiting for, for something to pop out and it's just, yeah, it's it's fun for like maybe the first two scenes of that. But then like at the end, you're like, okay, you're just, all you're doing is just giving me a heart attack and not really achieving anything here, like story-wise. Like for me, yeah, ex- ex- a good move, uh, like you said, Insidious, I, I really liked when I first saw it because it was intense, but it was a good story. And, like, the music, like, the violins and stuff, I was like, oh, that's so cool. It's just like, ugh, it's like, whoa. Uh, Conjuring, really cool. And um, I don't know, what else? Uh, I don't I remember, have you seen Sinister? I saw Sinister, yeah. The first one. Yes. Yeah, Sinister. I haven't seen the second one, but... Uh, no, I did see the second one, but... Uh, Sinister was good. One thing I liked about those three movies, Sinister, Conjuring, and Insidious, is that they had, uh, they had a good atmosphere, and they it was it that the horror relied more on dread than jump scares. You know, it's like it builds something up. Yeah, something unsettling is happening here. Uh, and while I I'm not saying that's you know something like the Conjuring, which does have jump scares, uh, it does, I'm not saying it doesn't have jump scares, but. Uh, a lot of these movies, they're just like, okay, let's make it quiet and then scream at them. You right. Know? It's just, I don't like that. It's it's not scaring me. It's giving me a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly you know? what it is. It's like, don't give me, like, because that's what the jump scares are. It's just like, we're not going to cleverly scare you. We're just going to give you a heart attack. We're just going to jump out and, sc- yeah. you know what I mean? Because um, it takes actual work to set up the atmosphere to make someone scared and feel actual dread, you know? Yeah, I mean... Uh, and the, uh, sinister, like speaking of sinister, that was a cool like concept where you have the old film footage and like that's creepy as hell. Like there's some mm-hmm. really crazy stuff happening. The only thing wrong with that movie though for me was they overused. Not to spoil it for anybody, it's not that it's a spoiler, but they overused it's, like it's the, a pretty old movie. The the dead children, like the ghost children, like they overused them where it wasn't like. And the fact that they called him Mr. Boogie, I just kept thinking of Mr. Bucket in my head, like the jingle the whole time. I was like, Mr. Yeah. Boogie. <laughs> you know, um, but uh, yeah, that was uh, like, I just, that old footage w- was a cool concept to that. I really, really thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, uh, you know what? For me, as ridiculous as this is, like horror movies, I think, it's like uh, a good and bad thing, cause if you ever see a horror movie in a movie theater, what's what adds to it is like people screaming and like joining you on like that dread, because like you'll hear the movie theater go dead silent if it's done correctly, and what I mean by that is not the production but the actual movie theater audience, because you'll get crowds of like teenagers, like one person's allowed like able to drive or they somehow are able to get in there. And you know maybe two people want to see that movie out of the ten that are there. And all the other eight people are doing is just making jokes and talking throughout the whole thing cause, so they don't have to be scared. And that is yeah. annoying as hell. I don't know if you ever sat through one, but 
my cousin and I caught one of them once, and we, like, my cousin never says anything. Like, he'll just sit there like this, but he, even he was like, you guys need to shut up or get out of here. Like, it was that bad. Um, yeah. But one movie in particular was really, really enhanced the, the movie experience. And it, you're, you're probably going to laugh when you hear this, but um, the first Paranormal Activity, um, I remember just walking into that movie by myself just to watch it. I wanted to watch it. And, uh, like, I just remember sitting there. And because that's another thing with, like, the building of the tension. I, have you ever seen that by any chance? Yeah, okay. I've seen Paranormal Activity. Yeah, so it, obviously the concept is when the, there's a video camera, it's supposed to be set up where it's, like, actually happening. You know, it's like a cheap uh, camera. And, um, you know, everything happens at night. So they always build it up. Like, every time you see night happening, like, where they're sleeping, you know something, like, the bedroom, something crazy is going to happen. So you're, like, you feel the tension building up. And... Like, just being in the movie theater with that atmosphere, because, like, everything's dead silent in the movie theater. But then when something happens, like, anything happens. Like, even just, like, a small noise. People are like, all the ladies are like, ah! And you're like, <laughs> And uh, I remember someone got up to use the bathroom, right? And they walked down to, to leave. And, I, and they were coming back, right? But I guess they were being nice to wait in the hallway, like... They were probably watching the screen to wait till like something happened because it was a night scene. They didn't want to just walk in and ruin it. So he, they were being very nice, waiting. But a lady decided to get up because she was nervous and like you can tell she was scared. She went to run out of the room, and the guy <laughs> happened to be there, and she scared the crap out of him because he's watching the screen, and he scared the crap out of her, and she was like, like everyone just started screaming. It was like the craziest thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it was not, and like the ending of that, I know there's like different endings to that, to that movie, but, um, like the ending with like just before the credits or what it was either after credits or before the credits, whatever, like the last scene, like whatever for me, it was the lady, um, it was the guy gets thrown into the room and then like the lady just like, she like walks towards the camera or something and then like has the demon face at the end. I think there was different versions of that. But anyway, that's the one we got. And, like, when that was, like, done, like, the whole audience was, like, screaming. And, like, that fear and that tension is just, like, oh. But, um, but, so, my buddy and I, because he saw it, too. And we wanted to show our other friend who hates horror movies. But we're going to have, like, we just wanted to watch it with him. So, we get the DVD. And we, sh- like, it, it, his house is empty. It's just us three. We're watching, we put it on, like, lights out, and this, he's already, like, because we're, we, we didn't want to build it up too much, but we're, like, you know, trying to, like, be like, hey, because um, we, I don't know if you ever saw the movie 1408, which is a really good movie, too. Um, it's about not. the hotel room. But anyway, he was, oh, like. wait, is that the one, is that the one, oh, no, I think I've seen that. It, it, there's, like, two different endings in there also, right? That one has John Cusack and Samuel Jackson in it. I don't know if you Yes, was, yeah. yeah, Samuel Jackson is, like, the hotel manager, yeah. right? yeah, yeah. I don't know if it has multiple endings, but I do I do like that movie. Oh, well, it has like actual multiple endings within the movie. Is it I think that's what you mean. It doesn't have oh, I'm not, like alternative not sure, endings. It makes you think they, that they, movie. It really makes you think. But anyway, he was like my friend was like dreading behind a pillow. This like football player type guy behind a pillow like oh like like screaming out loud at this so we thought it was hilarious. But anyway, 
So we go to show them Paranormal Activity because we both had like that cool movie theater experience where like, you know, all right, yeah, this movie's nuts. I don't know. I don't know. So we put it on and we're watching it. Dude, it was so freaking boring. It was so, because, <laughs> hey, you know what's, I know what's hap- going to happen. But also, like, there's no, like, there's no, even he was like, guys, this, this isn't that bad. Like, what's the big deal? But it was because of that movie theater experience where you felt the tension from everybody else. Like, everybody knew, like, was waiting for something to happen. And then when it happened, the whole freaking audience screamed. Like, you feel, like, the shockwave of screams. So, like, it, it, like, you feel like, whoa. Um, it was, it was a cool theater experience. But, um, so, like, ever since then, I tried to, like, if I want to watch a horror movie, I try to do it in theaters. Um, I mean, I'll watch it at home, but I'll end up watching it by myself. So, I really, like you know, sitting by myself and light, lights off and all that jazz. And I guess that has, right, right. you know, the old school feel of being terrified because you're in your own house and lights are off and you feel like you're by yourself with headphones, especially with headphones on. That's when you're like really feel the dread because it's like in your body. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I do. I do want to watch. I know it's probably only on a limited because it's because it's in theaters as well. So I probably have to like what the end of the month or. Excuse me. Something it's like usually that. just usually just a month, right? I'm not I'm not sure though. I, yeah. Um, but you you've got enough time, you know, just to give it a go. But I I think it's worth a watch. I just don't think it's better than the other uh, Conjuring movies. Yeah, I probably want to watch rewatch them again. Um, I, I think wanna, they're on Netflix. Yeah, they're around. I kind of want to watch the whole series again. I never watched the Annabelle movies at all, but I heard some I, of them were okay. Some of them were. Good. Is there more than one? I think I only saw one Annabelle. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, I think three. Whoa. Yeah, there's Annabelle. They, there's Annabelle busy. Origins or something. And then there's, uh, Annabelle Comes Home, which I think ties into The Conjuring. Um, right. But, um, but yeah. Let's see. I do plan on watching that. You know, <laughs> well, I feel like there's been like a decent amount of horror movies that has been coming up, but like I, there's two that disappointed me. One was Oculus. Did you ever see Oculus? Yeah, the the evil mirror, right? Yeah, the, they had like a they had like a metal spike pointed at it so it doesn't kill them. Yeah, something like that. But that movie to me <clears throat> was I describe it as a group of friends, college friends, got together to write this awesome horror movie, right? Mm-hmm. And they're writing it, drinking at the same time. Really good. Really awesome, right? But then they drink too much and pass out. Say this project had to be done the day before, right? Or the next day. They pass out. So they wake up the next morning in a rush to have to hand it in. So they just write whatever they can think of right away. And then they hand it in. That's how I think Oculus was. I feel like it was so good up until the very end. And then they ju- it just fell flat. Like, I've... It's been so long since I've seen it, but I remember having that feeling where I was like, they were right there. They were right there to having a really good movie, and then it just fell flat, the ending. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. No, I, I remember I did like Oculus a lot. I, I don't remember exactly how it ends. I know uh, He goes to jail or something, right, for killing someone? Uh, or they everyone thinks he killed yeah, someone? It was, it was, yeah, he ended up going to jail, and they ended up... I think they did smash the mirror with the little... Was it the pen? No, I think they couldn't something? smash them. They they had like a like a mechanism or something that was supposed to kill it unless they pressed the button. 
I think, yeah, um, I think she was, someone, yeah, I forget what happened. I think she was going to end up dying because she was in the mirror, or the mirror was playing tricks on her. I don't yeah, know. I th- yeah, I, it was, I think whatever it did stopped them from her- killing it and maybe k- killed one of the one of the main characters, and then the other other one was like blamed for it. I don't know. Oh yeah, but it was um, it was I I, I like the concept, like the movie. Um, I don't remember enough about the ending to think it was bad, but yeah, I I, I always hate I, I I never really like when they do the thing where it's like oh, it, people can't explain bad things, so you know. That guy's going to jail, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's a supernatural the, occurrence. The devil made him do it. That's the it. devil. The devil fucking made him do it. What an <laughs> asshole! But um, you know, I don't know that. And um, it follows. Do you ever see it follows? I have never seen it follows, but um, people say it's scary. <laughs> that is no, not at all, dude. That movie, the first, the opening scene to that movie is freaking amazing like the music in that whole movie though is really awesome like it's really like 80s synth like old school 80s horror good like really good stuff and the beginning scene the opening scene is really like whoa that's cool like that's that's if that ended like if this was a movie like if that was it that the movie would be fantastic but the like you have to i can't even explain it but it's it's yeah, if you watch it, you're gonna be like, "What?" Like, it, <laughs> I don't understand how people are scared of that movie at all, at all. Like, there's nothing terrifying about that movie. In fact, it's a joke. Like, it's it's literally a joke movie. You you'd have to watch it because isn't it like isn't it like based off of like STDs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, it's not based like, off but... STDs. It is. An STD, basically, is what they're saying. Like, it's the oh, stupid... It's, it's, like, the dumbest... Like, the ghost is an STD. Pretty much. <laughs> it's... it's that's funny. Not to ruin it, but you... Li- it's literally... Uh, I don't know. You want me to tell you or no? I, w- I don't want to do it, because you should see it. I, I don't really... Like, I don't really want to see it. You don't want to see I, it. But, like... Listen, I'll watch it, but, like, I don't mind if you spoil it. I can't, because if you, if you want to watch it, and I tell you... It's just you're not gonna watch the movie because like, if you do watch it, you're gonna, I don't know, like you would have to experience it yourself because I don't understand why people like this movie outside the music. Like the music, I give one like the music's so good for like it, it's just really really good. But it's just like I I couldn't. I was like, what? Like what is scary about this movie? It's uh, but anyway, like I said, the first like opening scene. That's cool. Like that is, I like it. You know, you know, uh, there was this one, one of the insidious movies. Uh, I forget, I forget which one. I think it might've been three. It was, it was the one where the girl like got hit by a car and broke her like leg or something. Okay. Um, the locked doors or whatever was the movie was called. Yeah. There was like, there, there was a, there was an apartment upstairs or something that she could hear noise from, but I guess it was like locked or something. Yeah. But there was this one scene <laughs> That like really just like freaked me out when I was watching it the first time. And it was like when she goes upstairs into that apartment to like investigate, I guess. And then she like, she like sees herself, but like without a face and her like hands and legs are like nubs. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like crawling at her. I'm like, oh, oh, no, no, <laughs> stop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah man, that movie uh, was scary. That, yeah. Um, 
It wasn't. Yeah, that one wasn't bad because that's like the prequel movie, right? Was that the? Yeah, because they did Insidious one, two, and then that one's like the prequel. To uh, yeah, I think I think uh, I think like the main the Exorcist dies or something in two. She dies. So in the, she dies the in the first one, and then in the second one, she's like, she's like they. She's a ghost, and then right, right. So this one was the prequel. So it's like, it's wasn't like, there like another another prequel where they like she like goes? It's like before she dies, but she like she goes back to her like childhood house or something. I think that I think that's a thing. I th- that might have been part of that movie. I don't remember. <clears throat> to I be honest, I don't think but, so because I'm pretty sure like the ghost was like her dad. I don't know. Maybe whatever. I I I only thought there was. I only think they those. had four. I think they had four Insidious movies. I'm not. I'm not sure. It's it's hard to keep track. Yeah. You know what was actually. You know what's actually pretty funny is the. I forget their like um, their names, but like the main guy who plays like the father in Insidious, and like uh, Ed Warren from Conjuring. Yeah. And the other and the lady, they're in uh they're in that one Liam Neeson movie, The Commuter. And they're like the bad guys. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I I saw the commuter like a while back, and I and like his old partner was Ed Warren. Okay. The and like the bad the lady like that starts everything on the on the train. Yeah. Like uh she, she's she's like Lorraine Warren, and oh. I was like, oh my god, is this like a Conjuring spinoff? <laughs> <laughs> is this Liam Neeson action flick a Conjuring spinoff? What's going on? If Liam Neeson was out to kill ghosts. He would, the movie would be very short. <laughs> you know, you know, every time Liam Neeson makes a movie, it's always like the same thing, but where it's like, uh, like he, oh, there's this guy. He's on a plane. He's on a train. He's on a something, and he has to stop a bad thing from happening to a lot of people, and he's a hero. He has to find and his guess family. What? <laughs> Exactly, and I guess what I ha- and I love it every single time, <laughs> you know. Uh, did you ever see the gray with him in it? The wolf. I did see the gray. The yeah, I did. that was good. That that was that was dope as hell. That was uh, yeah. That was serious though. That was like that was crazy, man. There's a lot of crazy stuff that happens in that. Yeah, that was good though. No, I enjoyed it, that. It was one. very good. I, I the one I, the one Liam Neeson movie I haven't seen recently. The, the most recent one I think uh, came out was. Uh, like a walk among the tombstones or something. Yeah, I haven't seen uh, that. Or maybe, or maybe there's another one after that. But I, I think before that's when I didn't watch, where I just like never got around to watching a Liam Neeson movie. <laughs> but I just like keep rewatching the older ones. You know, like the ones like the one where he's on a plane. Yeah, <laughs> that that movie was crazy. Like, like I think it blows up. Like the plane blows up at one point, <laughs> and uh, and like everyone thinks he's a terrorist, but he's like, I'm not a terrorist. I'm a cop. I'm a no. He's like an air marshal, uh-huh. and they're they're framing me, and then he like stops the terrorism, but he doesn't really stop it because the plane blows up. I guess he just saves everybody. Yeah, I gotta I gotta watch that one too. I, I haven't caught up on my Liam Neeson movies in a while. <laughs> yeah, no, they're dope. <laughs> yeah, I did um I did watch that anime though on Netflix. The uh... Yasuke. Yasuke, yeah. That was good. That was good. It was, um, it reminded me though, like the pacing of everything was like, it reminded me like an OVA sort of, um, it's six episodes long, which is great. Cause it's like short and sweet. Um, mm-hmm. and it was very, like, there's barely any slowdowns, you know, it's just kind of like, go, 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 which I appreciated. And, but you're right. It is kind of like a weird mix of 
like old uh, samurai and modern technology, you know, because you have this, you have robots and then magic all in the same yeah. like situation. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. It was, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. It's and plus, <laughs> I really like the art style, and I, and I like the idea of, of like them making the story around this, like the the one, the one black samurai. Yeah, you know, which apparently was a real thing. And you know, I didn't know this, but apparently, this the same guy is in the Neo games. You can see him in the Neo games at, at one point. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because Neo is like based around like that, you know, time period. I guess. Oh, okay. Where, where it's like these historical figures like Oda Nobunaga and others, you know, <laughs> and the rest, uh, and the rest of the the gang are there are all are, are all there and uh, and they're pretty cool. And Neo, I, I remember I, I beat Neo one. I never beat Neo two. I think I just uh, like got distracted. But yeah, Neo, but I, uh, I really him. like Neo. Never played him. See, so that's one thing I I don't. I'm not uh I'm not too into Dark Souls. But uh, Neo is basically like Dark Souls versus the Samurai. So <laughs> yeah. I don't really get it. Okay. <laughs> but I like Neo. Did um I don't know if that has because at the end of that I don't know if you watched at the end of the credits on the last episode, but there's like. There's extra scenes like to. I, I don't think I saw that. No. Yeah, it's like to continue on, but it doesn't. It's not nothing big. He just ends up giving the um. The samurai soy, soy the samurai sword, of the um, the late. You know that that kid when he first shows up, and like the yeah, the yeah. flashback, the kid that he saves, at mm-hmm. the at the harbor or wherever it was, and then yeah. that kid's sister ended up being the. Uh, the lady samurai in the in the red that he ended up killing because she was like working for somebody else or she was gonna whatever it was um right so he ends up giving this sword to him as an adult in front of her tombstone and he just ends up saying that uh he was like oh how did she die did she die with honor and, and he's like yeah he, he like he he lied to her to you know make him feel better but he was just like yeah she you know she fought with that you know as honorably right she died honorably and then like it goes to like a scene where he's in the woods and he wakes up and then like it shows like i don't know not like a town but it showed like just like more forest or something like as if he was going to it so i didn't know if that had anything to do with like something from another like maybe neo or something that's interesting because i didn't do any research i just you just told me to watch and i was like yeah i'll watch it you're like oh it's about (laughs) the first black samurai i was like cool that's awesome. I'll watch it. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it was cool. I, I liked the robot dude. He was he was one of my favorite characters for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, the, the, I like a lot of the characters. Uh, the 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 bear lady's cool. Yeah. Uh, she's, all, she's crazy. You know. <laughs> yeah, she's crazy. But you know, I don't know. It's it's just I think if uh, if you like anime, or if you don't like anime, I think it's worth a shot because it's. It doesn't have a lot of the anime tropes in it. It's just anime style, so it's just story through. It's just a quick paced story that you can get through, and it's entertaining the whole way through. So I, I'm I was glad I found yeah. it. And shut your brain uh, off when get... you watch it. You know, there's nothing really to just. You'll enjoy it if you just kind of turn it on and go for it, and then uh, exactly. Yeah, it was cool. It was it was neat. It was uh, like you said. It, the the pacing was is was nice. It wasn't like over complicated, over dramatic. It was just. Boom. There it is. 
yeah. some crazy and, uh, bosses, some crazy battles. <laughs> and surprisingly, exactly. it was more gory than I thought it was originally because the first couple episodes, there wasn't that much involved with, with the gore and stuff like that. But then all of a sudden, like, we're talking about that bear lady. She gets messed up pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, sp- speaking of Netflix, um, I was going to finish Jupiter Legacy. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I started it and I stopped. But then uh, they they announced that they canceled it. Yeah, that's because I didn't watch it. Cause you, it's because you didn't watch it. I, you know, it's and funny. I, I had a feeling because when you asked, like, yeah, you should check it out. Because if you watch the first episode and you like it, you'll, you'll like the rest. But I was like, I couldn't, like, just looking at it, like, it just didn't, like, I felt like I had to be in the mood to watch it, which isn't good for a show, like, especially if someone recommends it, like you. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm, I would definitely give a chance. But even just, like, looking at it and watching the trailer, I was like, I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem like it's got anything new to add to anything. And it's like, I'll check it out eventually. But you know, it's funny now, now that it's canceled, I don't want to watch it. Cause I don't want to get invested. Cause I heard it's a, there's like exactly. a cliffhanger. That's, that's, that's my thing. Cause I was like, I think I watched four episodes of it and I, and I was like, this is pretty cool. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. But now I'm just like, you know, I don't really want to know how it ends because I'm not going to see what happens Right in the season two, there won't be any payoff. Exactly, uh, and there, if somebody's like, "Hey, you can just watch, you can just read the graphic novels or the comics," I'm just like, "I don't fucking want to." <laughs> don't tell so me I to just do wanna, I just want to watch the show. Like I haven't watched, I haven't read the boys. <laughs> you know, I would, I want to watch the show. Oh, I'm, yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, at this point, I'm just gonna enjoy watching the hell out of the boys. <laughs> That's such a fun, uh, fun show. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, uh, and so I'm just—it was disappointing. And I think a lot of the, a lot of the actors in the in the show talked about how much they were like, they're surprised by the decision, and they're disappointed because it was uh, they they have a lot they have a lot of storylines to continue and stuff. But I don't know. Now I have one less thing to worry about. I can just go back to watching Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, but here's a here's a question. And, like and how many you got you said you got like four episodes and how many episodes what were in that first season or are in that first season? I have no season? idea. I, I was I gonna don't say, know. like, is like, it is it something that's like grab grabbing you or is it like more story than action? No, there's a lot of action, but uh what right I think right now it's setting up the dynamic between the characters mm-hmm. and as well as the di- the dynamic between like the heroes and the rest of the world. And how things are changing from what the heroes used to be and what the heroes are now, uh, and whether or not, like one point of view is better than the other, mm. uh, because it, it's like the title of the series says, it's Jupiter's legacy. It's uh, it's like a it's like they're passing the torch between the old heroes and the new heroes, and the, there's like a lot of complications between that, uh, based on what the right decision is to do in like the heat of battle. Or like how they should deal with hero with with villains, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I liked and I liked all that, but I, I didn't really get far enough into it for it to be like setting up some important stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, or mean, getting too important or big battles. I, I feel, know. Uh, you know, because I was just I was just curious because I'm I'm hoping that, you know, because usually shows end up, you know, if it's really terrible. They don't get past the first season, but like shows like that, I feel like should at least get two seasons out of it to find out if people enjoy it or not. And that's the thing. I don't think it's terrible at all. And I think, uh, 
I think what it is, it just was marketed very badly so that yeah. nobody really watched it. I mean, it looked, so I, the I one had, trailer looked cool, but at the same time, it looked like it was just from one episode. And like, it really, I don't know, like I said, when I was trying to, I wanted to watch it, I was like, oh, maybe I'll give this a shot. But I don't know what it was, but it was, I'm just worried that because we have like Disney Plus with the Marvel shows, like, and the boys being something that's like so over the top and full of swearing and gore and all that stuff where it's like, if a show doesn't, especially with superheroes, if a show's not about like gore, swearing, and or Marvel, is it just always going to get passed on? You know. Well, I I don't really know because uh, this this show, because if everything was equal, maybe we could make that dis- distinction. But really, nope. I didn't know about this show until somebody compared it to The Boys, Invincible, and you know something else. But it was like, which one's your favorite? And these are all like similar kind of things where it's like, uh, you know, more gritty superhero uh, action stuff, you know, with a lot of gore. Mm. Yeah, it's weird, uh, though. I think it just it, that's a strange. But, I don't know. That's weird. That is a just, strange decision it, that they would make without giving it a second season. But maybe it's maybe it was a very I, expensive show to make. Maybe that's why. Maybe. But I feel like I feel like it was it was premiered on uh to premiere to die you know i think as soon as that was ready to be to uh to premiere netflix was like we're we've given up on the show already we're gonna let it go and then move on Mm. you know so once it came out they didn't do any marketing for it it just showed up and people were like and they're like okay if people watch it they'll talk about it and then if they talk about it that's our marketing and it didn't really work too well because not a lot of people talked about it we uh, talked about it on Tell JJ podcast. The whole world should have seen exactly, it. and we're, and we're the world's leading authority on t- Jupiter's legacy. That's it, and I, and we haven't even finished it, and I haven't <laughs> so, even watched an episode. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh, so you know, I it's it's disappointing, and I hope. Well, you know, if they were going to reverse a decision on a cancellation, they better go back to Santa Clarita Diet oh, before yeah. they go back Absolutely. to Jupiter's legacy, because that shows a that shows great. Yeah. Jupiter's Legacy, I like a lot, but it's not Santa Clarita Diet. <laughs> well, I feel like I feel like a funny. I feel like uh, Santa Cl- 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 Clarita Diet can be, if they ever do it, they don't even have to do a show. They can do like they can probably something or finish up that story within like a movie. Like if they can come up with like a Netflix movie, original movie to like finish off the story, that'd be awesome because they can do it. They were they, like I said, I feel like that show probably only had one more season in it. Because things were starting to wrap up, you know, um, yeah. they would just end up going into like expanding the universe. I would think if they were ever to go any further with it, but I feel like they can, you know, if they ever want to do a revival, I think doing like a little, like a two-hour movie should wrap it up pretty well. But I don't know. I'm always down for for more of that show because that show was awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was just a fun watch, and you know, sometimes. You're watching something, and it's like you're invested, but it's it's not particularly fun. Like I don't know if I'm gonna explain this properly, but like it's like uh, when I'm watching The Boys, I'm very invested. Yeah, I want to know what's happening, but I'm not having fun. <laughs> I don't know if you want, if you understand that, but yeah, it's not. Uh, you're not. Um, I wouldn't say you're la- Like you're not laughing. You're not giddy. I guess I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm just like watching this. I'm like, oh, shit, that just happened. That's crazy. Yeah. But like when I watched Santa Clarita, I'm like, oh, my God, they're in the store and they're talking to uh, Ramona. <laughs> well, you that, know? that's it because you like the character. Like the characters are fun. Like you could see yourself being there with them versus the boys where you just want to find out where it's going, like the story. So you're yeah. there for the story versus uh, the other show where you just want to be. You're there to hang. You're here. You're You're hanging with everybody. Like, it's a good yeah, time exactly. all around. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, it's just, uh, it was, it was, I was, I remember I was so pissed when they canceled Santa Clarita Diet. I was very angry. Uh, I think I actually tweeted out, I was like, fucking don't do that. They needed Reverse to, your decision. They needed to air the new Cupcake Wars show. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and I, remember, I remember reading something about, like, their uh, their algorithm or something. That 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 algorithm like decides what they cancel and not, and I guess, I guess it Santa Clarita Diet didn't fit the bill, and that's just disappointing because it was so good. Yeah, I don't know. I know. Um, but that's it's very that's strange, that. very strange. But yeah, I know there's a few shows out there. That Steph was watching that. Um, it's just weird. I don't. I don't know. But. Anyway, Jonah, we hit the two-hour mark. I think we should... Uh, I think this was an episode. I think we, we wrapped it up nicely. We got through your New York trip. We branched off a little bit on our way there to the end. <laughs> we, we, I think it took me like an hour and 20 minutes to get through the New York trip. <laughs> Even That's though, good, though. It's good, though. We had yeah, a... No, it's just a... Uh, it was a good road to follow. Yeah. Oh, I just... Uh, I just think about something and I'm like hey let's talk about that now because that's what i'm thinking about <laughs> that's how we talk that's how we go like even in normal conversations we'll just be talking about one thing branch off into another thing if we even come back to the first thing it's a miracle but sometimes we do yeah. and on this podcast we sometimes try to do um Hell and yeah. then other times we go ranting on horror movies for no reason just out of nowhere just boom horror movies like this jump scares in the movie themselves they jump scare at you about talking about horror movies <laughs> So, Jonah, you should see It Follows somehow. I don't know if it's on anything that's streaming, but I am curious to uh, hear what you think about that movie because then we could talk about it because I just I just can't talk about that movie without with, if you haven't seen it. So, Well, I guess I'll cut out some time to watch this movie that you say is awful. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, did, oh, did you watch that Jackie Chan movie? So I looked it up on Netflix and it's not there. It's not Was on it Netflix. Like it's on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. I thought you said Netflix. Nope. Okay, so I'll I'll check it out on Netflix. Then. I mean, were... Amazon Prime. <laughs> I was like, Amazon Prime. What did we just talk about? <laughs> yeah, because um... I, I looked up because I looked up Jackie Chan and then I looked up City Hunter and I was like, it's not here. He lied to me. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Do you have a was fi- it on HBO Max? Do you have I don't a Fire Stick? I assume you have a Fire Stick. No, I have a PS Five. Oh, so you don't you don't use a Fire Stick? You use your PS Five. Yeah, I just use my PS Five for every, everything. Can you get Prime on that though? Yeah, I think so. I might. It has HBO and Netflix, so it should have Prime too. I don't know if Prime was exclusive to Fire Sticks. I didn't know that. But if it is. Then you can't watch it on PS5, but you probably can watch it on your <laughs> PS5. So good luck to you, sir. It's yes. called City yeah, Hunter. I'll, I'll give it it's a go. It's a great watch. C- 
City Hunter. It's a silly, silly, silly. I just watched another Jackie Chan movie. It's not as silly, but like the choreography, man, is freaking insane. Um, I think it was like something, something hyena, but it was like one of his early, early, early movies, like seventies, if not early, early eighties, and uh, it was like one of his first directing movies. But it was like the ending fight is like almost an hour long. It feels like, but it's just like, and it's like insane. Like it must have took him. I don't even know how many months it must have took him to do, but it was pretty cool. Quality sucked though. I'm surprised, but like uh, picture wise, like it's not HD. Well, it is HD, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, the transfer to digital was horrible. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But right. Right. Anyway, Jonah, I think it's time to end this episode, and I want you another successful episode to do the the outro because you've gotten so well at it i fumbled every time you've asked me okay <laughs> everybody thanks for watching and or listening to our podcast telling jj podcast episode 10 uh the best number until the next episode <laughs> which will be the next best number and uh i hope you enjoyed our topics which is just me talking about stuff and then us talking about movies <laughs> Uh, which I guess is part of our podcast, movies. Yes. And another thing. Have you heard about telephones? They're pretty good. I don't know. Well, how do you end it? You need to give me like a script. <laughs> I don't know. Jonah, you're great. <laughs> and then all of a sudden telephones came out of nowhere. But I'm going with it. Yes, <laughs> I have used a telephone. Jonah, you have just intrigued me. Con- please continue. Oh, God. He's torturing me. Okay. Uh, I hope you enjoyed yourselves this week, and I hope to see you again next week. And yes, I am looking right at you. For real. He's got that telekinesis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you, Jonah. That was a beautiful outro. Again, thanks for watching and or listening. I'm Johnny B. And that's... I'm Jonah T. (laughs) Just an awkward pause. Tell him JJ podcast. We'll see you in the next one. Stay awesome. Peace. Peace.